Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I made it in. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Tried on three devices. This is the third device I've finally made it in. Well, thank you all for holding on here for me. Okay, it's been a busy day and um, I made it in. I don't know what was going on. I guess my other computer went on the blink. I tried my tablet. It didn't work. I tried another computer that wasn't working before but is working now. So anyway, hi, guys. Some people have dropped off, (laughs) and right as I was coming on, they were dropping off. Well, hopefully you all have had, the few of you that are here, I hope that you have had a great day. Some may be listening by Internet, so that would be awesome. If you want to call in, and this is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia, you can reach out to Prophetic Grace Network at 319-527-6027, 319-527-6027. And I will be happy to talk with you, pray with you, believe with you, and thank God for you being a part of what God is doing here in this um, ministry with um, Prophetic Grace ne- Network. So thank you so much for holding on, and if you are interested in prayer and talking with me, please press 1, and uh, I'll see that your hand has gone up. Be happy to chat, be happy to pray with you, and believe with you for what God is doing in and through you in this season. Um, If you want to uh, also text in, you're welcome to do that, and uh, you can text in at the 214-505-8719 number, that is 214-505-8719. So I made it in, glad to be able to be a part of what God is wanting to do here tonight. Um, Amen. I don't know what it means. I don't think I've had a, a time getting in like this before in a long, long time, so We'll see what God is up to tonight. So thank you so much for hanging in there with me. Um, Just want to share a few things. And then, uh, like I said, I think some people dropped off as I'm just now getting in. And I did see some callers. And right before I clicked in, I saw some people drop off. So anyway, hopefully they're listening. Maybe they'll check back in to see what's happening and if I was able to get on the air. Just really don't know what's going on with that. But praise God and thank him for what he's doing. All right, well, I just want to share a little bit, and then I am going to um, just play some music, give some people a chance to um, come back if they have come in and thought it was over with tonight. Um, Just so thankful that God is doing some awesome things. You know, I had some interesting things 
happened uh, with me over the weekend. And, you know, God is just a miracle-working God. He is a miracle-working God. Uh, I had some things uh, that happened with me, and I wasn't quite I didn't even know really anything about it. That's just to let you know how good God is and how concerned he is about what's happening with us and he even protects us and, you know, keeps us from sometimes walking into uh, areas where we would be fearful or anxious about something. He'll just protect us from things um, that we don't even know that are going on behind the scenes because he knows and um, that's enough. And so he's taking care of it. And so it's almost like God says, I don't even need to bother them with that. Why? Because um, I'm going to take care of it for them, but I'm going to let them see what I'm doing. I'm going to let them see what I am um, taking them through, what the, what I'm walking them through. But I'm not going to let them see it until I've already taken care of the situation. And so that kind of happened to me this week. I was in a, a situation where I wasn't really sure I didn't even know what was going on. And so I've had a situation, you know, uh, you know, I, we've been talking about financial financing and finances a lot on PGN with Prophet Randy sharing some things about uh, what's going on in the uh, financial arena. So I was thinking, you know, Lord, I really need to get some stuff in order. And, you know, basically over about 10 years, I've been – I had been kind of in a survival mode. And I was thinking, I was just thanking God for everything that he was doing. I was thanking him that he was actually taking care of me, even though I wasn't sure, you know, exactly what was going on or how I was going to make it through some situations. But I can, I'm here to tell you that God, he kept me. And the the interesting thing about it is that, um, you know, God kept me, and he protected me, and he, you know, took care of me through some really, really, really trying times. And um, I know it was God. It was the hand of God. And so I've I, I been talking to the Lord recently about, you know, just really getting some things in order because, um, you know, I just felt like it's a season for us to get things in season for us to uh, take care of some stuff. And to, you know, just be really, really, really sensitive about, um, you know, what's happening in this season. And so I was talking to the Lord the other night about it, and I was like, Lord, um, just direct me. You know, show me what it is that I need to do. And so uh, about these things that, you know, are in my life that um, I need to make sure they're taken care of. And so um, I went to bed a little bit earlier than I normally do because I'm usually up to way, way after midnight. But I think I, I went to bed early that night and uh, a few days back, and I woke up at 2 a.m., and I'd been working with someone and talking to someone about uh, my mortgage situation. Didn't even know how bad the mortgage situation was. I just knew I had a, an interest rate that was low enough for me to, you know, take care of my monthly payments without – having to worry about it or stress too much about making the payment. And so, um, but I, I was awakened at like two in the morning and it was like God began to speak to me about it. And I had been uh, day, a day or two before I had been checking out some situations and some information 
on how to maybe uh, consolidate or uh, basically uh, use equity in the home, you know, and that kind of thing to get some stuff squared away. And so at about 2 a.m. in the morning, I was awakened, and the Lord began to talk to me uh, about the situation. And I was like, Lord, it was really interesting. I had just put uh, on uh, on my little prayer note thing that I use with my uh, Bible app, you know, this particular prayer about this. And it was before the sun, you know, came up the next morning that God was telling me some things to do. So that's just how quick God, you know, stepped in there and began to tell me information about what I needed to know. And so I um, I immediately, like, went to um, – I went to, or I went on my phone, and I was looking at some different information about mortgages. And so this one particular mortgage company kind of jumped out at me, and it was familiar with me to me because it was the one that I initially had gotten a loan for for my home, and uh, they I've been traded out to a few others in the years. And then I did a modification uh, when times were really really bad after the divorce, and I just needed to make sure I could make the monthly payments. Well, long story short, this modification has really scrambled up my financial situation and this mortgage situation. Even though it's at a lower interest rate, you know, I was someone shared this company that the Lord showed, showed to me or pulled, pointed out to me at 2 a.m. in the morning. I reached out to them, and they really went into depth and explained to me about the mortgage that I had. And just just not to even get into real details, but after they shared what I had, I was like, this is God, because I didn't even know that this mortgage was set up like this. And so they began to tell me some ways to take care of some things and do some things. And I'm saying that because it's almost like I just want to let everyone know that you must be sensitive to the word, of, uh, to the voice of God. You've got to listen to the voice of God. And if you have an answer, it was like that very day before the sun came up the next morning, I had written in my Bible notes uh, on this app for the notes, how God, uh, you know, like, what am I going to do? You know, how are you going to, I need an answer. I need you, God, to direct me. I need you to direct my path. I need you to show me what it is I need to do. I need to know how to handle this situation. And it was before the sun came up the next morning, I was awakened to information that God just, like, pointed out to me. And what was interesting about it, too, is that it was a company that I had dealt with at the beginning, and it was, and it was almost like God is saying, this is where what I'm doing in you. I'm doing a new thing. It's a new start. It's a fresh beginning. We're going to restart this thing fresh because that particular company that you worked with, you got great results, and they handled you well. And somehow through the process of time, I don't know if, you're in, if you understand, but you can have a mortgage, and you can they'll send you a letter and say, oh, this has been traded to another company. Usually I don't know what it has to do with because most of the time when it happened, it didn't have any reflection on me having late payments or anything like that. It's just that you wake up and you find that you're in the hands of someone else. And so it was almost like Lord was saying, I'm doing something new. I'm going to start fresh with you. 
And I'm going to put you and connect you back to what I gave you in the beginning so that this can work for you. And at 2 in the morning, the name of this company popped up. I called them, and they told – and I talked to a couple other companies before then, and they never said anything about what was going on. They gave me basically the same information as far as what they can do and how they can consolidate in in this equity thing. I mean, it was all the same. But some things that they shared with me had not been shared before with the other companies that I talked with. And it was almost like I felt God was saying, I'm taking you back because I'm getting ready to do something in you. I'm getting ready to to do a a new thing, a fresh thing in you, and I'm going to take care of some stuff. And uh, I just want to read this to you because I believe that this was like a confirmation that God was speaking to me. I'm going to just pull it up. A friend of mine, uh, she sent this to me. Uh, Hold on one second. I think it was either the day before or that day. And um, she shared this with me, and this was such confirmation uh, concerning what God was doing in my life. And that, um, you know, God was getting ready to do something new, and he's starting something new uh, in my life. Let me just read this to you. Of course, you know that we are in the midst of uh, a very uh, important time in the Jewish calendar. And so, like I'm saying, and I'm kind of jumping around, is that when I got that word of instructions on, on what to do, and it was so interesting to me that I went back to the beginning of what God had given me to at the beginning of the situation with this mortgage. He sent me back to that company. And um, a friend either that day or day before had said, sent this to me. She says, I feel led to send you this, to speak over your delight, or over your life. Declare Proverbs 4, 20 through 23. It's the day of awe, according to the Jewish calendar. The only one God, hold on a second, I think I just. All right, so it's the days of awe, where we are. Uh, And according to the Jewish calendar, the only, the one and only God acknowledges, acknowledges. So the calendar that God acknowledges. Ten days from September the 15th to September the 25th, the days of repentance and serious introspection. On Sunday the 24th, which is today, from sundown to sundown, and then Monday the 25th is supposed to be a time of pushing away from pleasurable food, a fast, into fast. According to the scripture, it is the time that God would analyze the hearts of men and the soul of the nation to determine the fate, the new year, which begins and that's Rosh Hashanah, September the 15th. And I say to all, this is to say that I never felt, so she was telling me I've never felt more driven to honor this time and that God had given her specific people to share this with. It wasn't for everybody. And to surrender all, watch your words, speak life, and worship the Lord. And um, we will begin to see some shifts. So I thought that was so interesting because definitely 
I had experienced a shift right on these days that this friend said she was led to send me this as a reminder of where we are on the Jewish calendar. I was awakened at 2 a.m., and God began to speak to me about the circumstances that I needed to have a shift in. I needed to see a move. I needed to experience God's hands as I began this thing, and God is starting it new with the Jewish calendar. It's like God is confirming This is the time, Rosh Hashanah, that I am going to do something new. This is the calendar that God honors. This is what the men of old followed. And it was just amazing to me that as I was in this particular predicament, she sent this information to me on where I was almost on the exact days that God spoke to me and woke me up and basically was saying to me, I'm getting ready to do a new thing in you. I'm getting to do a, get, beginning to do a new thing and a new work for you. I'm beginning to show you some things and get you on track. And I just want to say that basically we all need to be in tune to the spirit of God. We need to be in tune to what God is speaking. He will deliver us from situations that we don't even know is going on. This particular situation that was going on with my mortgage, I didn't even know it was happening. And it's almost like God was shielding me so that I wouldn't even get into a place of worry or fret. He just shielded me for what? I've had this mortgage, uh, well, the modification started 10 years ago. And I didn't know that this modification had affected this mortgage to the point where it was almost like I was never going to pay it off. You know, it was it was it was it was a lower interest rate and it was something that was making it affordable for me because I had gone through a divorce, I didn't have a lot of money, and I was like, Oh God, what am I gonna do to make my mortgage payment? So this modifi- modification came and it restructured my mortgage mortgage, but it restructured it to a point and yes, it's a fixed rate now, but there was something that was up the road that I didn't even know was getting ready to happen. And it was like God woke me up at 2 a.m. in the morning and basically shook me and said, look. And I didn't even find out what the situation was or how bad it was until after God put me in contact with someone who's making this thing work the way it needs to work. So I'm saying that there's something to the season that we're in. I mean, and it's, it's amazing that my friend sent me this. Like, I think the day before I was awakened at 2 a.m. to tell me that this is the time that God is getting ready to do a shift and that these are called the days of awe. And believe me, people, I am in, that. I'm in awe of what God has done. I'm in, that, in awe of what God is doing in this situation. And to know that according to the Jewish calendar, the one that God honors as the true calendar, acknowledging the 10 days of awe from September the 15th until the 25th. Today is the 24th. Tomorrow is the 25th. And right in the middle, oh, my God, of this shift, this place that God has uh, set aside for repentance, for us to have, uh, to acknowledge and to 
look into and to go to him about during this particular time, uh, God has been doing something in me. God is doing something for me. He's letting me know I heard your prayers over the years. What do I do, Lord? How do I go this way? What am I going to do for this? How do I do that? And I've been questioning God. And right in the middle here of the days of awe, God awakened me to let me know what was up the road for me and that he was getting ready to make a shift for me. So I just want to let everyone know God is a God who hears. He is faithful. He will stay with us. He will take care of us. We just have to look to him to make sure we can stay on track to where he's leading us because there's nothing more important than staying on track to where God is leading you. There's nothing more important than being on track to where God wants to take you because where he wants to take you is the fullness of what he has to offer. And unless we can focus in and follow through on what he's given us to do, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. And it's almost like God confirmed to me, these are the days of awe. And I'm going to put you in awe of what I'm doing in your life. I am going to cause you to be awestruck, my God, by his glory. I'm going to cause you to be awestruck by his faithfulness. I'm going to cause you to be awestruck by his willingness and his diligence to help and to rescue you and to take you to places that he wants you to go. Why? Because you've been seeking him. And he is a God who is faithful. He's not a God that would lie. He's a God that honors his word and his covenant to his children. I am your child, God. And that's what I have been saying to the Lord through the last few weeks. I am yours. I belong to you. You're a good father, and you're obligated to take care of your children when they make a commitment and a covenant to walk with you. And so in the midst of the days of awe, ah, glory, hallelujah, God has shown himself to be an awesomely faithful God. Even when things were going on behind the scene, I didn't even know anything about. I didn't know that. Things were in this contract or on this paper that were there to just kind of throw me off course completely. But because I sought him, he has answered me, and he is showing me that he's a God that you, we can trust. He is a God that we can trust. And so, Lord, we just thank you tonight. We thank you, Lord, that your strength in and through us makes us able to just move on, to move on into places that you want us to go to, to take. It's your business. You just want us to be faithful to you so your business can be accomplished through us, and God will get us in the place that we need to be. Continue to trust God, to continue to believe God, to continue to hold on to the faithfulness of God, because he's truly a good God. 
He's truly an awesome God, God who will not fail us. He will not leave us. He won't kick us to the curb. He will be with us. And when it looks like there is no way out, that's the kind of God we serve. So these are the days of awe. And I want to tell you, I've been awestricken by the faithfulness of our God through the days. And you know what? Not only that, it's given me confirmation that this particular time that we know as Rosh Hashanah, that starts September the 15th and goes through September the 25th, it's given me an understanding and a better appreciation that the word of God and this calendar that the word of God talks about uh, in retrospect to his people and his covenant with them is true because I have seen his hand move on my life in this situation in a way that I didn't even expect because I didn't even know it was that serious. But during this time, when this friend sent me this text and asked me, to take account of how important these days were, that God was going to speak, and that she felt led to share this with me, let me know there is the proof that God honors what he started. He started the calendar. (laughs) Man didn't start the calendar. God started the calendar, and he honors what he has released. So, I just want to let you all know that, you know, this particular time that we've been in has been a time that God has set aside for him to minister to his people in a very special way. He truly has ministered to me. I didn't even know much about this time period. I have heard a lot of talk about it, and I've read some things about it. But today, this year, it became real to me. I have seen the hand of God operate in the first year, well, what it is, the first part of the year that God acknowledges, that he recognizes. So it's something, thank God, that I was made aware of how he's concerned about us and how he wants us to be on track, on track, starting this new year with him, his calendar how important it is. Yeah, we've always known that January 1st was like kind of like the the calendar we always follow, but this is the calendar of the Lord. We are in the beginning of the year, first part of the year of the Lord's calendar, and he sought me out. Hallelujah. He sought me out to take care of me. He sought me out to bless me, and I thank him for it. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to play this song, and I will be back shortly. I think I've lost a few callers, but that's okay. We've got to talk to whoever's on here, and uh, if you're here and you want prayer, press 1, raise your hand. I've got time to talk. We've got time to pray, and I'll be back. We're going to focus in on the goodness of God.
All my life. 
that God is is doing something that I didn't even know needed to be done, and he woke me up at 2 a.m. in the morning and gave me instructions on what to do because that's what his goodness is about. That's what his love is about. It's about chasing him. Well, we chase him. We're supposed to, but it's about him chasing us now, his goodness coming after us to let us know that he's got us. That's what he does. He pursues us to let us know that he's got us. Hallelujah. And when we look in the word of God, um, the Bible, the basic meaning is run after. Uh, Exactly what that song says, run after, follow, pursue. That's what it is, to run after. He's coming after y'all. He's coming after me. My God. And normally in a situation where something's pursuing you, it's to harm you. But he means us no harm because there's only goodness in our God. Hallelujah. Well, bless the name of Jesus tonight. I feel so privileged and honored to know that I'm being pursued by God and that his goodness is running after me. His goodness is running after you. When you're walking in the will of God and the place that God has ordained you to be, it's going to come after you. That blessing, that benefit, my God, he'll wake you up in the midnight hour, and he'll tell you, and he'll show you, and he'll direct you, because that's what he is, a good God. And his goodness is coming, hallelujah. Well, wow, wow, wow. Well, if you're on, and I see maybe a person or two joined us, if you're interested in prayer, please press 1. And uh, if you're listening by Internet and you need to um, call in or want to call in, just dial 319-527-6027, press 1. You'll be in the queue. I'll see your hand raised, and I'll pray with you. And uh, we'll be happy to do that. And also, if you want to text in, let me know you're there or text in a prayer. You can do that at 214-505-8719. That's 214-505-8719. Seven one nine. All right. Well, I'm going to start to take calls. Um, like I said, press one. A few of you all are in here. You don't have, you know, hands raised, but I guess you don't want prayer. But anyway, that's fine. You can agree with us, those that do have their hands up. Right now, it's only one. So anyway, um, just, you know, let me know you're there, and I'll be happy to pray with you. All right, well, Father, we just thank you for what you're doing here through Prophetic Grace Network. Uh, Thank you, Lord, that I was able to get on tonight. I was late getting on, a few calls dropped off, but I know, God, you have those in place that you want in place to receive what you have to offer tonight. And so, Lord, I thank you that I was able to finally get on here after using three devices to try to get on. And I thank you, God, that you've made uh, this time available for the people of God to come together in corporate prayer, to believe with one another, because it's not about me, never has been about me, never will, and don't want it to be about me. It's about you, God. It's about your son, Jesus, being lifted up, that men would be drawn unto him. And yes, we're in this prophetic place that we can encourage each other. The word of God can go forth and and encourage us to go on, to keep moving, to keep going forward, because there's a place and a plan he has for our lives. We're not here by accident or happen chance. We're here because we're here on. Hallelujah. We're here because God has a purpose.
for our lives. And I thank you, God, for the purpose that you gave Prophet Randy Chandler to raise up such a platform as this and his wife, Julie. We speak health and blessings over her, over him. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in those uh, who come on their lives, the ones that come on and minister faithfully throughout the week. Lord, we thank you that you have created a place where your glory will go forth because it's not about us. It's about you. And we thank you for this place. We thank you for the connections you have made in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take the first caller, and we're just going to believe God to do whatever it is he wants to do in Jesus' name. So hallelujah. Three, uh, two, five, one, three, four, two. Who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? This is Angela Joy. This is Latrice from Alabama. Well, hi, Latrice. Have not spoken to you in a while. I thought about you the other day, and I said, Girl, well, I when you do, well. or friend. <laughs> you what now? I said, when you think of me, just start praying. God praying. That sounds like a winner to me. <laughs> yeah. And I will say the same here. Well, we're all in this together, so we're just going to believe God that um, Amen. prayer is more power. Amen. To change things Amen. and to um, shape things and to to put things in order. Hallelujah. As I was Ooh, talking yeah. to you, uh, Latrice, I saw, if you remember this, uh, when my kids were small, there was this, um, there was this, this uh, thing. I think Tupperware made it. I don't even hear much about Tupperware anymore. But anyway, I, know, right? Tupperware, <laughs> I was like, I saw a car maybe some months ago going down the street, and it had, uh, or a van or something, it had Tupperware written on it. And I thought, why? I haven't seen Tupperware in, in years, you know. Um, and actually, I'm pretty familiar with Tupperware because Tupperware Auditorium is right outside of Orlando in Kissimmee, and that's where we used to have our proms. All the proms for Central Florida high schools in Orlando had, had their proms at the Tupperware Auditorium because Tupperware was big back in the day. But anyway, as I was thinking of you or as we were talking, I saw this little this little thing, this ball that Tupperware used to make. And what it was, it was a ball that taught children how to fit certain shapes into that hole that was shaped like that particular cutout. And, mm-hmm. you know, it taught manipulation uh, skills for fine, fine motor skills for kids because that mm-hmm. they would put that particular uh, shape in the hole that was like the shape they were holding in their hand. And then it caused them to have fine motor skills developed because they would have to manipulate that little object to put it through that shape in the ball to get it in there. And so as I was talking, I haven't thought about that in years. I mean, I was like, what is this? And I just, I, I feel the spirit of God telling me that um, there are certain places that you're going to fit in. And there's certain things, I mean, that God is going to give you tools to fit in certain things, to do certain things. And it, it's not really going to be your manipulation. It's basically going to be by design. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So it's almost like I sense to tell you, don't be concerned about what you have to offer. Glory be to My God, I just felt Jesus. My Woo. Glory be to My God. Do not be concerned 
about what you have to offer in the kingdom if it doesn't fit into the design somebody made. But know that by you don't have to worry about it, the manipulation of putting it in a certain place, because it's only designed to go in a certain slot and designed the way God made it to go in. Not what man made it to fit into, but what God designed it to go into. So if it don't fit, don't don't force it. <laughs> Glory that my son did it about. If it won't fit, don't force it. My God, because God says what he's doing in and through you, there are certain gifts and talents that you won't have to worry about manipulating to try to fit a square into a round hole because it wasn't designed to be that way. He gave Mm -hmm. you gifts that are going to fit right into the place where God has put you in and where he's assigned you to. So you don't have to worry about it if it don't fit. Don't try to force it because God's got something up the road. He's got something better. He's been uniquely designed the gifts and the callings on your life that will easily flow into what God has set it up to be. So, Lord, we thank you tonight. We thank you, God, that we never have to worry about whether our gifts and callings fit into a particular place a program, a situation, a circumstance, because you are the master designer. And when you call us for, you will put us into the master plan of what you have Mm -hmm. set up for us. We don't have to manipulate and try to make a square fit into a hole that's round. We don't have to take a triangle and try to make it fit into a square hole because it's not what God designed. It's It's not what we designed. It's what God has set in place. So, Lord, I thank you. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that has anything to do with, but I mean, immediately I saw this, you know, manipulation of, of something trying to fit into a hole, and we it, it goes in smoothly when it's supposed to be where it's supposed to be. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We don't have to worry. We don't have to force it. That hole is round, and whatever's round is going to fit in there. When that hole was square, whatever square is going to fit in there. Whatever gift or calling you have, and it's situated and set up for that particular place, person, thing, or whatever, it's no force intended. There's no force needed. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So, Lord, let her walk in that. Let her walk in that place of confidence and knowing whatever gifting she has, it will flow into the place that God has already set up and designed for it, particularly for her. Lord, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, God. Yes, and I thank you for being the willing vessel. And God is doing just that. Uh, (laughs) I had an opportunity to uh, be a witness to some young ladies, I think it was last week. I don't know, they run together pretty close. Um, <laughs> and uh, one of them told me that, uh, she said, Miss Latrice, I used to hear from God all the time, but I don't hear him anymore. And uh, I said, uh, you hear God. I say the thing is, you don't want to do what God has told instructed you to do. It's not that you don't hear him, you just don't want to do it. And uh, they looked at each other and they burst out laughing. 
And she said, Mr. Trish, you're absolutely right. She said, because I heard him mm-hmm. say whatever he said to her. And you're right, I didn't want to do it. And I was telling you know, to repent and go on. And, and I had the opportunity to tell them that they need to go with God because he's the best thing going. And uh, in speaking with them, I left them with two things that uh, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and yes. he'll give you houses that you didn't even build. Glory be to that God. That was on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I got a phone call on break in class. I had been speaking with this young lady um, about about a house, and I was refurbishing the house. And uh, then certain things occurred, long story short. I uh, Everyone's like, oh, well, someone can help you, and they can do this. And I, But every time I went somewhere, I couldn't get any assistance because I wanted mm-hmm. to redo the windows. I have 17 mm-hmm. windows in my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I talked to this young lady, and she was, Lord allowed me to find favor with her, and uh, it's, it's been months ago, and she would send me a little email or text or call, and uh, she got me on Wednesday, and she said, Ms. Ward, I know you have a five-bedroom, uh, three-bath house, and I was like, yes. She said, well, what about a 4 2 and I was like, okay. I say, so you guys are gonna knock out a wall or something? And uh, she's like, well, no, ma'am. And uh, I'm like, well, okay. Uh, she said, Miss Ward, basically it is. Uh, she said, you own the property. And I said, yes. Yeah. She said, more so, if you give us that house, we'll build you a house from the ground up. And three weeks prior, I talked to God, and I was like, you know, I want to experience that, building a house and picking out this Mm -hmm. and picking out that. Never knew that it would happen so suddenly. But uh, she said, and the beauty with this, she said, Ms. Ward, when we give you the key to your house, you get the deed to your house. You won't <laughs> owe a dime. Praise the Lord. So his goodness is running after us. Oh, my if, God, look at my sister here. If, if we <laughs> don't think, we will experience <laughs> it. And I'm like, who wouldn't serve? A God like this. So she gave me the news, and I just took off running. And I was bent <laughs> over, and every time I stood up, I was speaking in tongues, so I stayed bent over. <laughs> oh, my I goodness. stayed bent over. So he is definitely still my doing God. what God does, performing miracles, signs, and miracles. wonders. Yes. And it matters what you believe. So I thank God for the miracle signs and wonders. I thank him for using the gifts to speak to the ladies. 
and uh, mm-hmm. for doing what he does. And I thank him for yes, my uh, four-bedroom, two-bath house that's on the way. Glory be to God. Well, I mean, Won't he do look it? at that. <laughs> and just for you to have the confirmation even tonight, you know, just letting you know that God is pursuing you. I mean, that was actually yes. a pursuit of God's goodness, chasing after you. Doesn't the word of God yes. let you know that the blessing will chase us down? They will chase yes, us sir. down. We don't have to go running after it. All we need to do yes, is run after Lord. him. <laughs> run after mm-hmm. his word. Run after who yes, he is. Lord. And the blessings that he has to offer will chase uh, us, us down. Isn't that amazing? My God. Yeah. Well, that's an encouraging I word knew. for me, too, Latrice. Very I knew encouraging. that it would happen. I mm-hmm. just had out of every scenario in my little mind, but mm-hmm. I never knew, I never dreamt of that scenario. And I'm like, right. God, you just bad to the bone. <laughs> Awesome, just, awesome, just awesome. Bad to wow. The bone. He is bad and to the bone. Yes, he is. So what <laughs> God has for you is not a devil in hell that can block it. Amen. And Amen. I'm, oh, my God. So that <laughs> is to encourage someone. And he did it. Yes. I don't even have a job. Jesus, <laughs> look at God. That hadn't worked in God. two years mm-hmm. and and have not missed a beat. My so, God, uh, glory be to God. I tell That's my daddy, thank you. Yes. What a word. I don't even understand it, but it ain't for me to understand. So, Amen. But, Amen. It is well. He gives you, you know, he gives you this as a way of sharing and and uh, and talking about how God, how good God is. I mean, you know, we're all in this race, you know, we all have our journey. But we're in this mm-hmm. race and we're all trying to head to the same destination here. Where oh, I guess yeah. the believers are, of course. And um Along the way, you know, sometimes we just need a word of encouragement. We just need somebody who can understand we're on this journey mm-hmm. too. And to share and mm-hmm. to encourage someone to know that you need to just understand that God is God. He's not going to change. He's faithful. Mm-hmm. And if he did it for Latrice, he could do it for me. Certainly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be Certainly. to God. He's not a respecter. Mm-hmm. A person, and he can yes, and will Lord. do whatever it is that needs to be done. Just walk in faith to receive it and believe it. And the thing of it is, God is such a good God because, like I said, the situation that I was speaking of, I didn't even know it existed. I didn't even know it existed. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, when God was showing me that I'm getting ready to handle it, He released the information to me. Because he was so concerned about me wanting to be in a place of not being fretful. He was, I mean, he wasn't even concerned about that. So he hid it until the time. My God, it makes me think about uh, 
you know, different things in the Bible where, you know, people, God spoke to people and, and they didn't need, they, like I said, with Mary, when the angel came to her and told her about what was going to happen to her, how she, 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 uh, what did she say? What was the word? She, something in her heart. She, um, she pondered these things in her heart. But when the time came to release, it came. And a baby came. Hallelujah. Glory oh, be to God. Yeah. A oh, baby yeah. came. My God, we ponder. Yeah, God. God shares things with us, and we ponder on it. But when the appointed mm-hmm. time is for it to come forth, it's coming. Glory be to God. Yes, it's coming. Wait. Glory At be to God. Time, As the Lord will make it happen. Yes. <laughs> He's going to make it happen. Yes, yes. And so that's all we need to be concerned with is that we're on track to be at the appointed time when yes. God brings us. working when you don't even think he's working. My God, won't he do it? <laughs> he ain't even seeing him working, God. but he's working it out for you. He's working it Yes, he's a good God. Well, yes, that just falls right in line. And so I, I just thank God for, for you share, sharing that and, and the testimony of what God is done, has done and is doing in your life. And um, like I said, whatever God has for you, you didn't have to play in the tree. You just walk into what God already set up for you. You didn't have to struggle with it. You didn't have to press in. You know, and sometimes I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with pressing in, but sometimes that's not even necessary. <laughs> Glory hey, be to hey. God. <laughs> it's not even necessary because God's already got this thing already laid out. So oh. hallelujah, the name of God. He's a good yeah, God. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Any particular prayer requests, Latrice? I do. I have, uh, well, I ask that you guys add my prayer list to your prayer list. There are some people that I'm praying for. Uh, Mr. Mm -hmm. Sexton is one of them. And uh, I have uh, my son, well, you can pray for all of my children. Thank you. Girl, yes, sir. My son, James, in particular, and I have a friend, James, there in need of prayer. And uh, the Lord knows all about it, and uh continue to pray my strength, and that would be it. Well, hallelujah, we will pray. Hallelujah. We're just going to believe God, Father God, for these prayer requests that, um, uh, Latrice has mentioned uh, concerning Mr. Sexton. You know all about it. You know how to resolve it. You know how to take Mm -hmm. care of it. You know how to work through it. (laughs) Glory be to God. You know how to heal it, whatever it is. And God, thank you, God, that that's the kind of God you are. You're a God that Mm -hmm. we can uh, come to, and your love and your faithfulness to us will pursue us. So, Lord, we thank you for pursuing uh, Mr. Sexton tonight in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, in, in on top you. of that, pursue our son, James. Uh, glory be to God. Uh, make yourself real to him. 
Let him understand that when he sees a light, he's to head in that direction and avoid darkness at all costs. My God, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, when he sees light, how to go after that and at all costs avoid darkness in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That's the word. My God, James, pursue light and avoid darkness at all costs. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that he will be sensitive. He'll be sensitive to go after the things that you've laid out for him and be led by the spirit of God. Let his heart become plowed up, uh, my God, so that you can come in and do a work that only you can do in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we thank you for her friend James. We thank you, Lord, for uh, causing a smooth foundation to be laid in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that everything that is rough and rugged be smoothed out in the foundation so that it can be built upon the soundness of Christ Jesus. Lord, have mercy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I just see a foundation. I don't know what that means, but there's like bumpy bumpiness. But, God, we thank you for smoothing out the foundation, my God, my Lord. that you would come and lay a right foundation for the building of the things that you want in his life, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for these things, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Anyway, I made it on, and I'm glad you were able to make it on. 
Amen. Well, let me just pray over you, Carmen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just, I don't know. I just saw a bird, um, like fly. Oh, bird. Hmm. And I just, you know, I sense this bird is like flying over a field. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. And he's, I don't know. He's he's flying over a field and he's like, I don't know, just watching, like flying, watching, observing. Lord, we just thank you for protection for Carmen and her family. We thank you, Lord, that um, when you when when things come our way, that not only do they come our way, but God, you're already there. Glory be to God. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that whatever this is that might be trying to spy out, my God, what's connected with Carmen, we thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the hedge of protection. We thank you, Lord, for uh, her obedience that has caused a protection to come over her life and, and the lives of those who are connected to her. And, Lord, we just ask in the name of Jesus that the glory of God that is on her life, on her situations, on the circumstances and things that are connected to her will blind the the eyes of that, that spying, that's that's looking, that's lurking, that's flying over, trying to take inventory of what there in the land, glory be to God. Let the glory of God blind it, that it might be able to not observe, it will not be able to see, it will not be able to distinguish, because the glory of God will rise over her, and that which is connected to her, that the enemy can't spy in and try to figure out what's going on. So, Lord, I thank you for this. I thank you, Lord, because you are faithful. As I was speaking earlier about the goodness of God, it runs after us. He overtakes us to pursue us, to come after us, to overtake us with the goodness of what God has to offer. And, Lord, we thank you for that and release it over her life tonight. Glory be to God. Because not only has she pursued God, but God is pursuing her in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Pursuing, pursuing, going after her. That the things that God has in store for her will come forth and be manifested in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Because it's coming after us. Ah, glory be to God. It's coming after us. Ah, my God. To bless us. To show us. And to give us confidence in the God that we serve. Because he's a good God. Ha, there's no bad in our God. He's a good God. So let the glory arise and the enemies be scattered. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Okay, Carmen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know what that's all about, but I'm always praying for covering and protection. So uh, whatever the enemy is trying to do, it's not going to work. And it's funny because the other day, Prophet Randy was uh, talking to Sister Cheryl. And um, she had this song that, uh, what was the song um, about something good was about to happen. So we're Mm -hmm. all in expectancy that something good is going to happen. What it is, we don't know, but God is going to bless. And so maybe that's the enemy always watching over all our lives. He's always, he has monitoring spirits, not only in my life, but in all of our lives. Um, they, yeah. they send monitoring spirits to try to find out, figure out what God is doing. But when you're praying in tongues, they, the enemy can't understand what, what you're praying, what the Holy Spirit is praying through you, and that makes him mad. So a lot of the prayers go stealth, and so the enemy is watching, watching to see what's going on. And um, yeah. sometimes God doesn't let us know either, you know, but it's for a reason. He just he has a surprise. And so be expecting, wow. be expecting, you be expecting, and anybody that's listening tonight, be expecting um, God is about to do something. I'm not sure what it is, wow. but I know that God is going to do something and blessings are coming. Uh, let me see if I find that song, because um, we were talking about it, it says, I just feel like something good is about to happen. I just feel like something good is on its way. He has promised that he opened all of heaven, and brother, I could it could happen any day, and it goes on and on and on. Prophet Randy sang it the other day. <laughs> it was fun, and so um, yeah, something good is going to happen. Something good is going to happen to all of us, and be expecting because if you don't expect it, well, then it's not going to be drawn to you. The Lord is, you know, um, giving it to those that believe. And I believe. And so um, I heard only a little bit of uh, Sister Latrice's testimony. What was it that all about? Well, basically, somebody's going to bless her or has offered her a blessing of a new home. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think I think Latrice is still listening. But um, I'm telling you, we just never know what God is about to do. It's so funny that she was saying that, too, about the home situation. Because, and you're Uh talking about how God, you know, I was telling Latrice about, you know, how God hides things away from us sometimes because he doesn't even need us to be involved. You know, he doesn't even need us to be involved at all. I mean, sometimes, you know, God allow our faith to be that, you know, that propelling force that causes things to cause come into play. But there are things that God will do. He doesn't need us to be involved at all. I mean, he's God, Mm -hmm. you know. When it's and I would, you know, purpose. it's funny, you know, that you're saying that. What now, Carmen? When it's for God's kingdom purpose, he's going to give us things and that sometimes we don't even realize that we need because he wants us to use that for that, for his kingdom. You know, That's there's it. always That's a purpose it. behind it. Yeah, so Amen. something good is about to happen, and we're going to enjoy it. Thank you, Jesus. What it is, that's all right. We go stealth in our prayers. Yeah. God is going stealth, yeah. and, and he knows what he's doing. That's why um, the enemy can look all he wants, but God has his ways. Amen. Wow. Amen. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing that started with me tonight was that I was just basically, I played that song, and it just fell right in place with, I I don't know if you heard me mention it, but a friend of no, mine. No, I just got on not too long ago. Okay, well, earlier with me was, uh, let me just pull it up. A friend of mine was talking to me, and I know we talked about it, and I've heard people talk about it off and on. I don't get the whole show. I might pick up bits and pieces about what's been said or being said on the show. But a friend of mine sent me um, this here the other day, and, of course, we know that uh, Rosh Hashanah started, you know, with September the 15th and the beginning of the new year and, you know, the mm-hmm. Jewish calendar and all of that. So she was, you know, feeling very led because she, when she sent it to me, she told me she didn't feel led to send it to everybody, but she sent this to me, and it was I, I just I, since you didn't hear the first part, I'll just share to you with you kind of like what happened. So what happened was uh, when she sent this to me, let's see what day was that? That was on, I guess I don't know. It was during? It was after. Uh, Rosh Hashanah had started, but she just said, the Lord said, you know, declare Proverbs 4, 20 through 23 over our lives. It's the days of awe, according to the Jewish calendar, uh, mm-hmm. the one that, you know, our God acknowledges. And so from 10 days of the 10 days, September the, the 15th through the 25th, you know, she just talked to me and uh, sent me some information and then she talked about how this was seen as the time of repentance for, you know, serious introspection and that on the 24th, you know, there, uh, well, on Sunday the 24th, which is today from sundown to sundown on Monday, she was saying to be in serious prayer concerning some things and God was going to do some things through this time in this 10 days. And that, mm. you know, you know, declare a fast and all of that. So it was so interesting that the other day, after she sent this to me, I think it was the day after, the Lord started dealing with me about a financial situation or mortgage on my home. And I had been talking to the Lord about it. And that morning, uh, before I could even rise the next morning, before the sun was up, he woke me. I went to bed a little earlier than I normally do. I don't usually go to bed about one or two, but I went to bed earlier that night and I woke up around two and the Lord woke me up and he began to talk to me about what he was getting ready to do and what to do. Cause I was, I had just prayed and had put in my notes in my little prayer note thing on my tablet about the prayer that I had about what God, what do you want me to do about this mortgage situation? And I typed it in, and I thanked him for it. Well, that day I got up, and I was, the day before I got up, and I was thinking about it, and like, Lord, what do I do? And then the next day, uh, when I went to bed, he woke me up at 2 a.m. in the morning. I had already talked to two people about it. Uh, they called some companies, or they had called me. I filled out some information, they called me. So that morning when I woke up at 2 a.m., there was this name of this company that I had dealt with before, and it was almost like the Lord was saying, that is what I want you to do. This is who I need you to work with. And it was so interesting that it came right through this time 
of Rosh Hashanah. That this when God mm-hmm. woke me up and gave me instructions on what to do. And so I called them, and immediately I talked to two other people before this. No one had exposed this information to me. But when I talked to this man, he, he, he really brought into play everything I needed to know about what was going on with this mortgage. And it was almost like immediately I knew God had hid it from me because he wanted me to stay in faith concerning whatever I was believing him for, and he didn't want fear to come in. Because what that man told me could have thrown me into fear and would have thrown me into Mm -hmm. fear some years ago. But it was like God had an appointed time for this information to be released to me when he had a solution for it. Glory be to God. The solution was already there. I just didn't even know I needed a solution. But when God wanted me to hear about it, not only did I hear about it, but the solution came with me hearing about it. And it was amazing that God woke me up, showed me the company, right in the midst of this time when this friend had sent me information that these are, are the days of awe. And let me tell you, Carmen, I was in awe of what God had just done. <laughs> it was amazing. I was in awe that for 10 years I didn't know what was going on. But at this appointed time, when God wanted to bring to light some stuff, he did it. And my friend had mm-hmm. just sent me this like the day before, that this particular time that you're in, and guess what, Carmen, when we think about it, we're talking about the Jewish calendar, which is really God's calendar, the way he set things in play. And it's the beginning of something new. It's the new year. It's like God was saying, I'm getting ready to do something new in and through you, and it's going to start with the days of awe. Wow. It's going to start with the new year, the one I recognize, the one that Mm -hmm. is acknowledged by me. I'm going to start something new and fresh. And guess what, Carmen? He went back to the beginning of when the mortgage started with the same company I started with. (laughs) I'm telling you, something good is about to happen for many. It's already trickling. Yes. Yeah, there's more to come. Thank God. What? Hey, you feel led to prophesy? Go ahead, Carmen, and prophesy. Glory be to God. <laughs> I am. I'm, say, I'm saying it. I am already saying it. Something good is about to happen. And be expecting, Crazy. receive it. You know, grab that Amen. for you. Know and understand yeah. that God is giving it to you, but you can miss it if you don't believe, you know? And oh, so and things don't have to be pretty eloquent words. They're, they're more clear than, than it is. It can't be. Something good is about to happen. <laughs> Glory be to God. Thank well, you, I Jesus. God. He's putting things in order. Yes. He, oh, my God, Carmen. That is the word. Thank you, Jesus. That's exactly what God was saying to me. In order for me to do what I need to do in and through you on this next level, at this next place. Things have mm-hmm. to be set in order first. Mm-hmm. So yes. he's setting things yes. in order with this. 
Because yes. I know, I felt right after that I had been given that information about, you know, what I needed to do, that I felt the Spirit of God say to me, now this is just the beginning. Because I needed to mm-hmm. have some stuff. I First of all, I needed to have you enlightened to what had happened and what was going on so that I could show you who I am. So <laughs> I can do things the way they need to be done in order, my order, you know, mm-hmm. get all this order. stuff out of the way. Yes. So exactly, that's exactly what I was saying earlier today to myself. I was like, God is setting some things in order so that he can do the greater. Hallelujah. My yeah. God, bless the name. And Rosh Hashanah is the new year. It's the Jewish yes. New Year. It's the the, yes. the biblical New Year. And so, yes. what happens in the New Year? New things. New things. New things. And he's starting. Mm-hmm. And it's out the open door. It's, yes. it's the the, uh, the the year symbolizes the open door. Remember when COVID came, twenty twenty. Uh, that was right. uh, the year of the mouth, but this oh. year is the year of the door. And what happened in COVID? The enemy wanted to shut our mouths, but he wasn't yeah. able to. Yeah, well, we were, guess what? We were wearing masks yeah. over our mouths. Yeah, over our mouths, but it didn't work for long. <laughs> you know, people started opening and fighting back, right, in prayer. Amen. And this is the year Amen. of the open door. The enemy's always going to try, but you know what? God, we have the victory. The enemy will try, but he's mm-hmm. not as powerful. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in yes. the world. So, you yes. know, we have to believe that and not give in to what the enemy, what we see. We can't give in to what Amen. we see. We have to allow the, uh, the Lord to show us and guide us and uh, and be quiet, too, you know, when Yes. When when we're seeing what God is showing us, not be a big blab blabbermouth, because sometimes we give the enemy, you know, like in with the soldiers in war. If you're opening your mouth, you know, there's a saying that goes loosing ships. If you're here, blah 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 blah, blah you're letting the enemy know, and the enemy's gonna sink your ship. <laughs> mm, that's good, right, right there. That's good. Yes, that is good. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I, I know that um, God is speaking. Mm-hmm. I do. I know that he is. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it was just, first of all, you know, just for somebody to reach out to me during the days of all. <laughs> so that <laughs> I would be awestruck by what God is speaking in this season and what he's doing. It's just, you know, it's amazing. It's just simply amazing. And it doesn't mean that we need to sit back and just, you know, do nothing. It means that we need to stay on guard because when God starts to bring forth the manifestation of what he wants to do, the enemy's not going to be happy. It's not going to be happy. But there's nothing he can do about it. And when we stay We have to have our houses in order. So when we open the door for the Lord to come in our houses, and and have you know come into any part of our house he can do whatever he mm-hmm. wants to do but if we are full of things that we don't need to have and we don't we have disorder in our homes 
like I was talking mm-hmm. about clutter and, and hoarding and all this stuff. Oh, There's no peace in the yeah. home. There's no peace in the home. You have to put your home in order. You put the things that belong there. Those you give away, those you throw away. And those you keep. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. there's got to be order. You know, not everything is bad that's in your home, but it's not for you. Hmm. We shouldn't be part Good. of that. And so that could be that spiritually, spiritually or physically. And so God wants yeah. us to be in order in all things, in all things, yeah. so that we don't have yeah. chaos and confusion later on. In, from from our family, from our relationships, from our finances, from our home, from anything, our jobs, everything. To bring or, yeah. the order of God. Bring the order of God. Yeah. And so I, I declare and decree that God will bring order to those that are in PGM that love the Lord, that brings that order, that he will help them, that he will show them what to, to um, remove out of their lives, to uh, bring in, to have that order in their home so that when he comes in, you know, like when, when you, do you remember the, the, the saying, you know, those pictures in the old times where they have Jesus knocking on the door, you know, well, we are the bride. Right. And the bride, mm-hmm. bride is waiting at the door for for the bridegroom to open the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the door. Yes. He's the door. And so we have yes, to wait for him in his timing, in his timing. And so in a time, yes. they believe that in a time like this, you know, uh, of the the times of awe, that the, that the Lord is supposedly coming at that time. It could be any time. You know, nobody knows the hour, the time of the year or whatever, but we have to be prepared. We have to have our, our oils, our, our lamps um, full of oil, full of uh, expectations, full of him. Yes. Allow him, mm-hmm. you know, and so when he opens the doors for the opportunities that we have, it's going to happen. But if you're not expecting and you're not in position, then you're not going to receive what he has for you. Amen. You know, that's so good what you said, because it really brought into play like what we were you were saying earlier about, you know, uh, being able to move into our lives and things to put in order. So I even look at the situation, what's happening here with what I was going through and going through with the mortgage situation is that mm-hmm. those things were out of order. And it's almost like with what God is getting ready to do, things are going to be put in order and really helping me have, you know, better access to helping with the kingdom of God when things are put in order, you know, financially. And I just thank God because that means I just sense that God is making room. (laughs) Glory be to God. I'm so, I just feel it in my spirit. He is, He's making room. It's like, okay, like we were talking about putting things in order, and then you were talking about getting rid of clutter. You are talking about getting rid of the things that are occupying space that don't really have a purpose, and they need to be removed. And it's almost like that's kind of like where I feel like I'm in with this. It's like this was causing clutter in my life, in, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know it. And God is mm-hmm. like clearing a space and making room for something more to come forth, mm-hmm. something better, mm-hmm. uh, something that is better fitting for me. Glory mm-hmm. be to God. Exactly. You know, like we were talking, you were talking about the clothes in the closet, you know, and I, I have to say I have been guilty of just holding on to, like, 
some things that I can't wear anymore because I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe one day I'm <laughs> making room to for the new. Making room for the new. <laughs> maybe I'll be able to fit into some of that stuff again. But it's almost like, it's like, just, you know, and I've given a well, lot of stuff away. Right. We yes. hold on to things that are not useful for us, and we don't let go. Yes. And until we let go and allow God to 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 have his way, then he can bless us with those things. We won't have room for the things that he's going to bless us with if we don't let go. Amen. And a sign to the Lord is, you let go of this, then I'll bless you with, with better. With better. Amen. You know, with, I mean, with I think newness. also sometimes things we, 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 hold, we hold on to because there is like a, a familiarity to those things that we don't want mm-hmm. to let go of, you know. And so God wants yeah. to just rid us of that, you know, so that we can make room for what God, God, we're not to live in what we used to do. We're not supposed to mm-hmm. live in what happened before. We're to be a, mm-hmm. per- a person and a people that are in the now of what God is doing now. Yes. Yes. We can look back yes. and we can reflect on those things like we do in the word of God from the uh, from our uh, pe- the people who, like, you know, the ancestors, Abraham. Yeah, we look back on that and we know. But God wants to do something new. That's just to remind us exactly. of who God is and what he did for them. He can do it for us. And newer but and I better. You, newer and better. Well, it's what the word says. We are to do even greater work, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, the things that mm-hmm. God has planned for us to do, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Carmen, it, so much information has come to me over the last, you know, month or so about where we are in, in this whole generation of people and the things that mm-hmm. are going on in our society. That I, Honestly, Carmen, I never even dreamed of some of That's why we got to pray. I know. We have to pray. We bring praying in the spirit constantly because what's yes. coming is constantly changing. It's constantly changing. Yes. You can't pray with your understanding because you don't know what's coming no. out at you. We have no. to pray, pray, pray in the spirit, in the spirit. And that's what the enemy hates. He doesn't like it because he wants to know what you're praying or what the Lord yes. is using you to pray. But but he can't understand the tongue. He can't understand them. So continue praying, yeah. you know, and fasting. It doesn't have to be a whole day. You can fast, you know, no. uh, a meal. You can fast, you right. know, two meals, you know, as the Holy Spirit leads you to do it. And, you know, no. it's powerful. It breaks. It's breaking through. And we have to pray for our families. Many people yes. are turning yes. turning away from the Lord, but, you know, but that's what the enemy would like us to believe, that many people yeah. are turning away from the Lord. But there's many people that are coming to the Lord that because, you know, the enemy doesn't want to let that be known because he wants to discourage no. us. But we need to continue praying in the spirit for our loved ones, for our family first, first of your house, and pray for everybody else. Pray for your city, your states, because things are changing in cities. Already with a oh, lot yeah. of the things with uh, the immigration going on and all this stuff, new people coming in and all this stuff, the enemy wants to, you know, have his way. But, no, there's going to be revival, and they're part of it. So if God is bringing them yeah. here, it's because they're going to be part of the revival. 
So uh, we have to pray. So we have to prepare in in prayer. Prepare in prayer. Prepare in prayer. Prepare in prayer. Exactly. Because if we don't prepare in prayer, do you don't you prepare for the for somebody to come when they come to your house? Don't you prepare your house? So we have Mm -hmm. to prepare in prayer. So when the Mm -hmm. Lord comes, things are in place. In place. And it's so true, like what you said about not even knowing what to pray for, because, you know, to be honest with you, the things that we're experiencing now, of course, we didn't even conceive this in our natural mind. So the only way we can pray is through the spirit, because it's something our natural mind, I mean, to be honest with you, Carmen, the things that I see that are coming forth in this season at this time are things that I never even thought of. Just to think, I always talk to the people that I'm uh, with, my members and the clients on the phone. You know, we have these various conversations while I'm doing tech support for them. And um, I, one of the members said to me was like, um, we were talking about AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, you come on, Carmen. <laughs> did, did you ever, now come on now. Did you ever in your life ever think that we would be in a place where we would think a robot that had taken on human attributes and form would be people that places like Amazon are hiring? Mm -hmm. They're not hiring to that extent where they're looking like people now, but they've got robots doing jobs. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They've already been on talk shows. Uh, Jimmy Fallon was one of them that had an AI named Sophia. And she was carrying on a conversation with him, and it shocked him in some of the things that she was saying. AI is also, you know the strike strike that's going on with with the movie stars, with uh, the stars? No, I don't don't know. See, I'm in the dark with all of this. I don't know anything about that. Well, what, this one lady, um, she used to be from Sister Sister. She's one of the twins, uh, Tia and Tamara. Oh, Tia well, and she Tamara. was talking uh-huh. about that, that yeah, that she, um, they're on a strike now in Hollywood. And uh, what they're trying to do is um, take their identity, what? the star's identity, and what they're trying to do is take their voices, their persona, Oh and make movies God. with them without them being in the movie. And some people what? are already doing it. Singers are already doing it. They're making videos out there that are with that person, and you think it's that person, and it's not them. And so she says they're fighting this because goodness. they're trying to take, steal their identity. And they can do whatever they really? want with that, with their voices. And, you know, a lot of crazy stuff is going to co- go on because they can plot a crime against you and say that that was you. Oh, my goodness. Well, it was so interesting that I was talking to one of the people on the phone the other day, and I was like, you know, they'll probably try to replace all of us eventually with AI. And he was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, basically, you know, they just need people or something to take care of you all to a point where they don't have to pay us benefits. They don't have to worry yeah. about supporting, you know, having health care plans for us. They don't have to do a retirement mm-hmm. plan for us. They don't have to do any of that because 
a robot's not going to need that. And it would be most, more cost efficient to have someone sitting here talking to you, reading a script and knowing. But, in, you know, they say they've also designed it to the point where they said that the intelligence of these things will be greater than that of human minds that could even conceive what they would put in these robots to do. And I said, yeah, well, but, there, but even robots are limited. Even as as intelligent right. as they may make them, they're limited because the things of wisdom that we get, we get from God. They're not getting their wisdom from God. They're getting their wisdom from from man that that is um, led by by the enemy. <laughs> but see, what I'm saying so, is that when the world is consumed by the word, by the enemy, then they don't care anything about the wisdom because that's what I, I was mm-hmm. so funny because I was saying that because. I had gotten a quality assurance thing that wasn't the best. I mean, and I always get really good ones. And I said, basically, they don't want me to have real empathy for you. Because, see, that's what I no. got. Um, what, did, what did I get? I got a low mark on empathy by not saying the word. Okay, so I'm supposed to say a certain word that's supposed to trigger me to get a good quality score, just saying the word. So when yeah. I got the report. So when I got the report and she said, you know, showed me my quality assurance, I said, I need to listen to this call because I knew right away. I said, that's not true because I had gotten a low mark and part of it had to do with empathy. And I was like, Mm -hmm. "Uh uh-uh. I have to listen to the call. So I had them play the call for me. So Mm -hmm. she was listening and she said, "Uh, you didn't say this word. I said, I said it, but I didn't say it in the way you wanted me to say it. I said, but I demonstrated it. But they didn't yeah, care they about that the in customer service. Yeah. They didn't care about the demonstration of the empathy. They were concerned about me saying a particular word that implied yeah, just to say it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. And a robot and so she can do that. They'll say it. Yeah, and the see, robot will say it. And that's when I jumped in with the AI. I said, so they would prefer artificial intelligence to recite a word but not demonstrate it with the human ability that I've mm-hmm. given. So you're, yeah. Gonna, yeah. you're going to give me a low score for demonstrating empathy, but you'll give me a high score for saying the word that relates to empathy. So all you need, and I, she was she was understanding. I wasn't too happy about it. And she agreed that I was, it was exact truth. She says, yeah, because you did this, you did that, you did. I said, so that's it. I said, so basically these companies are coming to the point where they would prefer to employ a robot that will be able to mm-hmm. a script and talk about empathy, but they won't have the human ability to demonstrate empathy the way I did. Because she was like, you went to the next level with this member. You went to the next list, limit the uh, upper level with this customer to try to make sure they understood what you were trying to do and how you were going to help them. I said, do you think a robot would have been able to do that? But they would prefer having that word instead of the demonstration mm-hmm. through your ability to take care of this mm-hmm. customer. And mm-hmm. she totally agreed. So that's where we're getting to in this world because what do we have in this world? We have false empathy. That's all that the mechanics mm-hmm. of a robot will be able to give you exactly. is false empathy. Why? Because but we live in a it's everywhere world. already. Right. It's already everywhere. 
in Walmart, they have the self-service machines. They don't want the cashiers. Yeah. And people are fighting for the cashiers to come back. That's They don't want to use those self-serve uh, machines. They're watching you. If you make a mistake, they, they record that you, you didn't do something right. Or in um, big places where you shop, they're cleaning the floors. They're no longer using people. They're using uh, machinery to, to go and and have sensors where they won't bump into things and clean the floors. And many places now, the employees are having these machineries and they're not using them because they don't want it to come in because it's going to take away their job. These these right. machineries don't complain. And people complain. No, they they get tired complain. and all that. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And that was exactly what I was telling her. I said, so you would prefer or they would prefer and she was in total agreement with what I was saying. Because she, I think she was surprised when I said, let me listen to the call. Uh-huh. So as you have we to listen to the call, yes, I was able, and she was, because she didn't listen to it. We have a quality assurance team that goes over our calls. And I said, I don't know who's on these teams. I said, but, of course, I think some people go, you know, they judge differently Whatever from Whatever supervisor is on call listening to right, it, that's right. it. That, that's it. They they take this right. and so love like, it and listen to it. Right. Right. But I always get really high scores. So when I said that, I said, I want to listen to that call. And when I listened mm-hmm. to that call, I just came back with her and say, hmm, that's why they want AI. They want people to mm-hmm. be able to recite something and not demonstrate it with the human ability that only a human can give. And so yep. now we have these different things that are monitoring us. So I'm careful about even in my house. So I have a system in my house that yeah, it's picking up <laughs> what you're saying. And even what what yes. we're talking now, it'll come out wherever you whatever social media you go to, something about what we spoke over, they come out with. If you talk about pizza or diapers, it'll come out about Definitely. pizza and diapers. If you Definitely. talk about a certain food, it, it'll talk about that. And then and people think, the, oh, it's God. Security. God is doing this. Right. He's confirming right. something. No, he's not confirming. They're listening to you. <laughs> They're listening. They're listening. I have a security system. Not a, You know, it's just one that I bought that I monitor from my own. Okay, from my mm-hmm. phone. I have it on my phone. I can monitor. I moved the camera in my house to face a door so it won't monitor me anymore because I believe yeah. it's monitoring me even when it's turned off. Why? Yeah. Because when you go in, in, when you go out. Right. And the thing of not only that, but it has all to do with monitoring our actions, our human mm-hmm. uh, intellect, the way we handle situations. Everything is being monitored. Why? Mm-hmm. So that they can create a better AI. That's mm-hmm. why we're being – and what's happening is that they want us to be comfortable with this in our environment so we uh-huh. won't even suspect that it's being uh, used as a monitoring device. But I decree and I declare that I believe that those cameras that we use for security that keep people away are actually spying on us and monitoring our movements, our actions, because mm-hmm. it's something that's been given to them to design a better AI. So I moved yeah, that the camera. Yeah, the are looking. Yeah, they're yes. looking in there, you know, and there's hackers, too, that can look in. And there's been videos where people are in their houses, and they are programming things. They're talking to them from another part of the world, and they've had to shut all that down. 
And so wow. we have to um, look into VIN um, uh, numbers and things like that where it doesn't show your location. You have to understand all of that. And if you don't, yes. well, it's yes. best not yes. to turn yes. it on until you leave the house, not while you're in the house. Yes. You're right. You know, so basically, I forget sometimes and I leave it on, and my dog will trip it. And um, so I just said I don't even want to risk leaving it on and it watching me. So I actually pointed the, the camera to the door because it's one of those that will move and then uh, Mm -hmm. one to the other door, not even facing the door because I don't want to even see me leaving out or coming in. You know what I mean? I don't have anything uh, in the inside of my house. The only thing is my phone and, you know, but um, it it could, any devices that you have that, that you can do wirelessly, they can uh, intercept through that. Your TVs, your um, yeah. sound system, your, your radio, your, you know, yeah, they can, they can uh, even if it's turned off. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Like my Google thing here. Okay, so oh, I can be on the phone. Yeah, my son yeah. gave it to me a, thing, a few years ago. Um, uh, another thing, this AI thing, um, a while back, it's been a while, I think maybe a year or something like that, where in Britain's Got Talent or something like that, or no, America's Got Talent, this guy came on and he showed a video of Elvis Presley supposedly being alive and he's dancing, right? Then all of a sudden the Mm -hmm. face changed to one of the judges and the women singing in the video all of a sudden changed to the ladies that were uh, the judges. And so it was done through AI and they were like in shock. How do you do that? So that's what they're doing mm-hmm. now. That's what they're yes. doing now, and that's what Hollywood is also fighting for. We have to pray because there's a lot of things undercover that people don't understand that are happening that, oh, that's their business. That's what's happening to them. No, it can affect all of us. So the, the enemy's taking inch by inch, but we have to fight back, um, pray for our city, oh, pray for our country. The world, I mean, it, it's going to be bad for other places because a lot of, I know that, you know, when you call a bank or, or some place, you hear a lot of um, people either from India, from the Philippines, and guess what? Yep. Those are customer service. They're going to be replaced. There's going to be hardship. And so people are going to be moving and, and migrating to places where they can feed their families. Well, that's so exactly gonna be what I do, Carmen. So, I mean, you could call me, and I'm, I speak with people all over you know, well, the people that I deal with, like you just said, in India and the mm-hmm. Philippines, I talk to those people daily. And the thing of it is, is that, you know, that's just how what I'm talking about is that, and I mentioned to her, you know, they'll mm-hmm. be replaced, but the thing of it is we'll be replaced as well here in America because the mm-hmm. development of all of this stuff is going to affect everybody who does a job mm-hmm. that they can draw up something that AI will be able to do it better and cost them less money to run. Did yeah. you, and we're, you're they talking about the things of God and the spirit. Yeah. Well, I'm, you're yeah. talking yeah. about they the, have to pay the, the, for the medical, spirit. They don't have to pay for retirement. Yeah, for retirement or any yes. other thing. They just, no. you know, put it in the machine. There so, you go. Uh, and then what I was yeah. telling you when you were saying about praying in the spirit. Okay, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying, Carmen. It's like when we were growing up, I know – this was not even something we even thought of. That's why we have to pray in the spirit because these are things our mind, my mind would have never as a child been able to take in what I'm seeing happening today. I mean, I had mm-hmm. a clue about this. 
I wouldn't know how to pray about this. I'm praying mm-hmm. about it because, you know, in my own natural, but the spirit of God would know how to pray against this thing that's trying to take over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a spirit. It's a spirit. Yeah. It really is. And that's yeah. the only way we can pray against this is not with our natural way of praying, but by the spirit of God. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> no, like, no, we have yeah. to. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. We have to be really careful with technology in our homes um, and turn it off. <laughs> turn it off when you can. Just being talking to me, like when I'm sitting here, and it'll just start having a conversation, and I'll be just like, like, who asked you anything? I didn't ask you anything. You know, why are you? Re- mm-hmm. Why I didn't say, hey, such and such. You know talk to me, but it's all being set in place for the Antichrist, for us to be accepting of monitoring devices, monitoring our behavior. Mm -hmm. People are watching. Yeah, big brother's watching. How they call big brother is not really a big brother. It's it's the enemy. (laughs) These things are being welcomed in our home. I mean, we're, we're not even feeling afraid of anything like this anymore. I mean, who would have thought back in the days that I would want something in my house talking back to me with information that I didn't give them? You know, the prophecy that you gave me, I believe that it's for everybody. You know, you said that a bird was watching, you know, you know how the saying goes, a little bird told me? Well, you know what the little birds are? The cameras we got. The little oh birds my told that. Gosh. You are, oh, my gosh. That. You're mm-hmm. right, Carmen. Wow, I just got chills. Oh my God, I just got chills. You are so right. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Yes. I just put several more out on my. <laughs> I put a few more outside of my home today. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I, I I tend to receive the the wording, and and I always know that that word is not only for me. That word is for others. Um, that's how it works, wow. and, you know, and so sometimes when Prophet Ramby prophesies, you know, when he's prophesying to somebody else and you feel that that word is for you, you grab yeah. it, you receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. But also these things, these warnings and prophecies to others, those are warnings if you're not paying attention that, that they're for you too. They're for you too. You're right. So pay yeah. attention. So that right. word that you gave. That's what the enemy, the enemy doesn't know what's going on on PGN. And he's looking through these little birdies, these little cameras to try to find wow. out what's going on. Wow. So, well, um, I hope he just says that we will not be moved. <laughs> Amen. 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 We not, I hope he gets that much out of the spine. He needs to get that much out of the spine. I will not be moved. My God you know, is going to rule and reign. You know, you know. Um, years ago, um, uh, my ex-husband took me to a museum, right? And it was car, old cars and, and and airplanes and different things that had to do with, you know, the military and uh, people owning cars and all that. So there was one corner where we went by, and I go and I read what it said, and I go, "What's that?" He goes, "That's a stealth." And a, a stealth plane, he says, What's and I go, going? so where is it? He goes, it's stealth. It's not there. It's invisible. It, oh. it was a joke. It, it was a joke. <laughs> it's a stealth plane. 
you know, so the stealth plane, when they're right. flying, they take their, all the things that they can possibly be um, notified, you know, um, by the enemy, they can't locate them. They, I don't know how they do it, but they're, they're called stealth planes. And so they can go into mm-hmm. the, the enemy's territory and the enemy won't know that he, that they're in there. So we in prayer, we have to go in the, in the enemy's camp and pray in the spirit. Pray. Pray. That, so we go right. unknown. That's what that little birdie's watching. Those monitoring spirits are watching to see and what's that's going exactly on. What I saw. Exactly. I mean, that's what it was. A monitoring spirit. A mm-hmm. monitoring spirit. Oh my! And, and what guess what? Cameras. It's all about us feeling comfortable with that thing in our presence. That's what the enemy wants now, us what to feel. Monitoring. Monitoring. There's things in the wow. spirit and there's things in the physical. And that's what I've been teaching people. We got to learn to look at both sides. You know, there's things yeah. that God wants us right. to do in the physical and there's things that God wants us to do in the spiritual. So tongues in the spirit and in the physical deal with keeping yourself safe with your cameras at home. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Amen. All right, my Amen. sister. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> Glory be to God. God Glad you were able to call in. Yes. Amen. God bless you. Amen. All right, Carmen. God bless. We'll talk to you later. All right. Good night. All right. Well, we got another caller. We had two hands up. Now I got one hand up. Let's go here. 407579. Who am I speaking with? This is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia. Yes, Nathan Nathan in Orlando. I was enjoying your conversation, and you made me think of some things. Um, whenever I was growing up, and, you know, they, they always prepare the next generation, usually with entertainment and education, the, the minds. They pretend, um, I remember growing up, and I didn't watch it. My brother watched it, and it was he really, you know, I was too busy trying to find out, figure out how many buses I could jump on my bike. But uh, he watched this show, Star Trek, with great imagination oh, yeah. that we're out yep. in, or in outer space. That was a great, great entertainment and, and that good to see what the mind can imagine. But the next generation, when I was a young adult, they, they upgraded the show to, uh, you know, to the next generation. And on that show was a guy named, he was a robot, he, and his name was Data. And and he desired to be able to have emotions like humans. Now, mm-hmm. here's here's where we get in our how they move our minds. And one, if he's a computer, he's not going to get emotions unless it's downgraded. But but they can help us whenever he does get emotions in in another work time in history. They can help us buy into the the evolution thing. You know, mm-hmm. and, and gotcha. which is, you know, they get the next generation. And uh, I, I was, I've always been amazed by it. I didn't think about it back then, but then growing up and looking back, it's like they trained a generation of, of minds for this AI. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I joked around, I joked around with the manager at, uh, at uh, Walmart and I asked her, what do I got to do to get get fired from my job as a, a cashier and she laughed and said you got to go online and that, fill out an application i thought that was funny but that you know the the next generation 
the next generation is where they got us. Now, near the end, you popped another thought in my mind when you were talking about how they can be that little bird that that not only is watching us, but they can put ideas in our minds, you know. I know this much. Yeah. I drive a truck for a living, a gas tanker, and I can be driving down the road, and I cross into another county, and, and my phone rings, and they're trying to sell me something. You know, uh, and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not, how, why, how did they get my number? And it's in this mm-hmm. county. So they're watching us. Mm-hmm. They got a close eye on us. And, and yeah. it's the spirit of the Antichrist. And it, 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 it really is. Let me pray for you first. Thank you. I mean, we're going to talk. Okay. Yeah. Father God, we just thank you for uh, Nathan tonight. Glory be to God. We thank you, God, that. I don't know, I didn't want you to say too much because what I was seeing, Nathan, was like open road. And then you said you were uh, like a truck driver or something. But anyway, I just see that, you know, God has got, whoo, glory be to God, glory be to God. I see that he has open road for you. And and the open road for you is going to take you some places that, you know, unknown. There's some places that God is going to take you, I don't know, by physical or spiritual, or whatever, but I believe maybe a little of both. And I thank you, God, that as he travels spiritually in you and with you, that, God, you're going to download information that's going to prepare him for the next destination, glory be to God, that you're setting him in place for. I believe it's a spiritual thing, Nathan. I believe that God is going to, he's preparing you, but you don't even know. But as you go, when you get there, you're going to know that you have been prepared by the spirit of God, by the destination that you're going to. You'll understand that God already prepared you before you even got there. So, Lord, I thank you as he begins to gravitate. And I just see like open, open it's an open thing, cause, and which means to me, I sense the Lord saying, it could be anything, Nathan. So keep your heart and mind open to receive the next destination that God wants to take to you, take you to. Yes. And he wants to do some things that are beyond your expectation or imagination, because that's the kind of God we serve. He's the kind of God that's going to do some things that even you, I even sense that something even from childhood that may have been a dream that God had placed in you that will manifest in the next season as a destination to where God is taking you. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you that you're always speaking. You're always loving us. You're always directing us. And nobody can do us like you do. So, Lord, let him be open to what God, you're going to be speaking to him in this season, for the next season, for the destination for which you're taking him. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Glory be to God. I just had to get that out. Amen. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wasn't expecting that. I just, I just, what's that? Guess what? I said I'm excited. You know why? Why? Because you're calling from my hometown, 407 area code. Wow, wow. It's you're in Orlando. Ain't no, I'm not there. I was, born and raised in, I was born and raised in Orlando. I'm not there anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. How did you hear about well, PPN? 
You know, I, I was just uh, listening to another um, a political show, and it didn't interest me, so I figured I'll look and see what's else. And whenever I went back to the main page, you were, I seen you real big there, so I scrolled down and clicked on it, and I'm glad I called. Thank you. Well, That's a small, it ain't a small world. It's God's world. It's not a small Amen. world. It's God's world. Yeah, yes, I moved here is. from North Carolina. I moved here from North Carolina in 1977, January of 77, um, when uh, my mom and dad divorced, and my dad moved down here, and then I came to visit him at Christmas time, 76, and then and went went home, went back to North Carolina, and came back in January, and been here ever since. Well, I'm I'm old lady. So I graduated from Edgewater High School in 1974. I, I know the area. <laughs> 1974. Seventy four. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. is. Seventy four. Okay. Yeah. You're not that old. You're not that old. I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so, amazing. I don't think I've ever gotten a 407 on here unless it was somebody I know from Orlando who listens to me sometime. And then I thought, oh, I wonder who's listening that I know. And then I get someone I don't know, but they're from my hometown. So glad you were able to tune in, Nathan. I am glad too, and I'm I'm, I'm glad I, I stopped because uh, you know it was more than just listening. You got my creativity. I've got a lot of things I've seen growing up over the years, and I'm one of them people. I'm not smart. Okay, I always say in, when I was in grade <laughs> school, I was in the top ten percent of the lower one third, and my two favorite <laughs> subjects was lunch and recess. But I had a very active, I was very conscious. I seen stuff, you know, I, you know, when Roe v. Wade happened, I was 13 years old. And I remember oh, that. Wow. I didn't understand it all. And, and, and right. I've seen the debate growing over the years. I was very conscious, not smart, but just very conscious. And I always say a lot of, I, 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 I've been here, I, it's like I've seen it. I've seen things happening, and and, yeah. and I'm not a history. I never studied history. I just remember it, and so I'm very conscious yeah. in that sense. And uh, but yeah, yeah that's uh, that that was that was good. That's good to hear that. I'm glad. Where are you at? What part of the country are you in now? I'm in southeast Georgia. I'm out here in the rural so, area from Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> but I don't live in Savannah. Know, I'm an I'm, hour and a half inland. I know Savannah. I worked for a guy there in, uh, I can't remember what year, but I was a truck driver, and I just needed a short-term job to work over the summer because I was going to go to school in, in, in when spring hit, when uh, winter hit, when the end of summer. And I worked just for a summer there driving across the southeast. But my sister lives in, uh, and her kids live in Moultrie, which is a little ways over from you. And, yeah, know, yeah, I, I've been yeah, I've been to Moultrie. Yeah, yeah my son, yes, uh, he played it, soccer, and they traveled all up in there, different places. They play games and stuff. Well, awesome. I'm so glad you found out about Prophetic Grace Network. Um, our founder, Randy Chandler, he is on Monday through Thursday. He comes on at, like, uh, so you're in Eastern time zone, so am I. He's in um, Central, but it'll be 10 o'clock our time that he starts, and he's on Monday uh, taking calls and praying with people and, you know, speaking into their lives and sharing. I mean, one thing about Prophetic Grace Network, you never know what we're going to be discussing on here. So today God has, you know, brought this thing out. We're talking about AI, 
And uh, I didn't start out talking about that. I started out talking about um, basically how the goodness of God will chase you down. Hallelujah. So I just, yeah. ooh, I just wanted to tell you, you were drawn into this place tonight, uh, Nathan. You were, because the well, goodness I, of God. I, I worked Sundays, Sundays and Mondays. Sunday, I won't be able to listen until Sunday and Monday nights because I, I, I drive a gas tanker at night, and so I'll, I'll, oh, those okay. are my nights off. But I will, I will tune back in. But I'll tell you on that thing, what you were saying, you never know what God, you know, I, I, I had a pastor ask me one time, have you ever prayed and accepted Jesus as your Savior? And I said, no. And he said, then you're not saved. I said, uh, first of all, if you need to be rescued, and somebody pulls up in a boat and throws you a cushion, right? Uh, you don't, you 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 know, you don't accept that boat. That boat accepts you. Whenever I found mm-hmm. Christ, it was God looking for me, and there was no getting mm-hmm. out of it. I knew he 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 had he had it all worked out to bring me to a point. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, matter of fact, and I say, you know, I, I, I as a kid, I prayed because my my brother and my cousins and my sisters were getting baptized. And I, I asked uh, uh, my Sunday school teacher, I think I was about eight or something like that, he, I asked him, you know, I told him I want to get baptized, and he goes, have you prayed to accept Jesus? And I go, no. And he goes, stick, stick around after the class. And he, we bowed our head, and he, I quoted his prayer. I said, show up with a towel tonight and a change of clothes. I had no idea what I was doing, but I'm glad for that experience because when my mom and dad split up, I had that early experience that later in my later teens whenever i came to the end of myself i had some and nobody told me i had to be baptized <laughs> i went but I, I but but the, the guy that led me to the lord and brought him into my life and i talked with him for about a year and whenever i i i, I don't i always say this i don't know when i was born i don't know when i was conceived but it's documented and even if they made a mistake on my birth certificate it doesn't matter God knows when it happened, and whenever mm-hmm. I got on my knees, he asked me, do you want to pray? And I just got on my knees, and I was crying, and and mm-hmm. I just, all I said was, God, my life is a mess, and I'm messing up other people's lives. I need your help, mm-hmm. and that, that was, and he didn't lead me into prayer. I just, that was what was on my heart, and I got up the next day. That was on a um, Thursday afternoon in September 1980, uh, and oh, the next mm-hmm. Sunday morning, I went to church and told the pastor afterwards I wanted to get baptized. He said, show up tonight with a towel and a change of clothes. I said, okay. And and so that's why I say, somebody asked me, did you ever accept Christ? No. Uh, he accepted me. He accepted Thank me. And, I'm, and what really blows my mind is I wasn't looking to him. I wasn't looking to mm-hmm. him. He was looking for me, and he found me. So... Um, I have that mm-hmm. assurance that he knows I'm here. He knows every situation I'm in. And I know that I, I might not always know how to pray, but I know he knows more than I do, and he'll be there. Amen. Amen. So, well, I'm so but I will you, be tuning back in to you. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, he's on Monday through Thursday, uh, Monday. And then we have ministers that come on before. Like I was speaking with Carmen. She's one of our Ministers that come on, uh, I forgot what night Carmen's on. Carmen, if you want to text me, let me know. I can, I can put, I can let uh, Nathan know. But she comes on before Prophet Randy does, and then a couple other nights we have ministers that come on before he does. But it's Monday through Thursday. 
Um, he's on, we do communion and offering, and he prophesies over the offering and communion uh, on Thursdays. Wednesday, you can just call in. All you say is your name. He doesn't want to hear anything else and where you're from, and he will prophetically speak over you and move on to the next caller. So you don't even have to say it. And you just same, listen. Is it same the same number that's on here now? No, got it, got it. Actually, no, it's not the same number for him. He changed it recently. Uh, hit, let me get that number for you. Yeah, because um, he used to be on with the same number that we're on, and then uh, he set up another number for him. But uh, let's see, that number is, let's see, 319-527-6737. Got it. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, be a part of what God's doing here with Prophetic Grace Network. We're glad you called in. All right, thanks, Nathan. Okay, be blessed. Uh, All right, then. All right, I am. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, bye. All right, how awesome. How awesome, how awesome. All right, so um, we never know who's listening. We don't ever know what God's doing, but he's always doing something, right? All right, let's go to 803991. This is Angela Joyce. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hi, Angela Joyce, Angela, South Carolina. Hey, Angela from Carolina. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm good. I'm enjoying the conversations you all are having. Yeah, we're having some in-depth stuff, girl, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Glory be to God. I out the other day. Oh, well, we're going to have to talk to you in a bit. Let me pray. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. We just... <laughs> We thank you for Angela, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing in her. Oh, glory be to God. Mm, Hallelujah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Mm, Glory be to God. As I was saying that, I lifted my hand up, Angela, as was just saying what I just said to you. I lifted my hand up, and I sensed in the spirit realm that you you have raised your hand to the Lord with questions about things, you know, and it's not so much just things, it's about you and what you need to be doing, and Lord, do I do this, you know how you're in a classroom and you raise your hand and the teacher calls on you, say, yes, Angela, what do you have to contribute to this conversation? Yes, Angela, that's the right answer. Yes, Angela, I can help you with that. You raise your hand politely, and in the spirit room, Angela, I see you politely raising your hand to the Lord politely, like in a respectful manner, like you would do in a classroom. You know, in a classroom, you just don't jump up and blurt out whatever you want to say. Teacher will put you out the class. You know, you're disrupting the class. You're, you're causing a commotion. Get out. You don't just do this in my class. You respectfully raise your hand. If you got a question, if you got an answer, if you got something you want to discuss, you raise your hand. And I sense in the spirit realm like I see God say, Angela is respectful to the order of God. My God, Angela, you are respectful to the order of God. And because of that, you prepare for him to answer some things because you've raised your hand, not only just for praise and to give him honor and glory, but also 
to get permission that you might come into his presence, that you might have a question answered, that you might be able to discuss the situation, to know that he's the one who has the answer, but you know how to approach God. My God, just like in a classroom, the teacher knows the kids that are respectful. They raise their hands. They don't just jump up or blurt out or, or try to take over. They respectfully honor the order of the classroom. God says he appreciates you respecting the order of the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord, as he raises your hand, not only to give you worship, to praise and to honor you, but that, Lord, he knows you have an answer. My God. And you respect the order that he comes in. That you recognize that you are a God of order. That there are blessings attached to that. As we were talking earlier about how the blessings of God will chase you down. Why? Because we know and recognize his goodness, his authenticity, his connection with us. And so with that are attached benefits and blessings. And not only do we just have to always like approach God about something, but the goodness will come after you because you honor and recognize the and reverence the order of God. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, Andrew, I gotta share this right quick. You said that. Go right ahead, my wow. sister. <laughs> I had a dream the other night that I was in a classroom, and I oh, dreamed no. that my name was. Oh no! do this, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> That's that confirmation for me, y'all. And you know, my name was written on the chalkboard, but it was my last name mm-hmm. was written first before my first name was Lanham Angela. It was written, you know, my last name was mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. 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 Night, wow. Cause I was trying to figure out the dream. I was asking God like that. And, you know, I was in this small classroom, and it was um, with a whole lot of students, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe five or six, maybe. But, um, that, wow, that's powerful. Thank you, Lord. That's, oh, my God, mm. you're getting chills, girl. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I, was, I couldn't figure out the dream. I was trying to look it up, you know, Google and try to understand. You know, because sometimes I like to try to see the spiritual meaning behind, you know, certain dreams I, I remember. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and the, the teacher, she had a. This, this piece of paper, and she was asking us to write our name down. I remember look asking, like, how does she want us to write our name? And then she had my name was written on the chalkboard. It had Lanham Angela. I said, oh, she wants us to write it that way, okay. And um, I, I just know what that dream is. And have, have you said this tonight? I was like, okay. Thank you, Lord. That's, That's the answer. Oh. Okay. Wow. Wow. I mean, that yeah. is amazing. My God. I was trying to figure out that dream in a while to have you say this tonight. Lord, thank you. Because I, I couldn't really understand it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a whole lot of kids, like a normal class, like 30, 40. You know, it was like, like maybe about eight, maybe about six or eight of us in the class. And I remember just when you, when you just sit down and thinking, how does she want me to write my name? How does she want us to write our name? I mean, I knew my name, but it was weird at the dream I was thinking that. But then I looked up at the chalkboard, and my name was the only name on the chalkboard, and my name was Lanham Angela. That's how it was written. But, you know, when I talk to God and when he talks to me, I have, when he's really speaking to me on things, He'll I, in my mind I'll have him say Lanham Angela to really get my attention on stuff. Wow. 
And then guess what, Angela? I mean, we're talking about the order. That's something connected to that, about the order. You know? Mm-hmm. Wow. And I guess basically you kind of have got this answer is like, you know, God, he um, recognizes that you respect the order of God, you know? You respect mm-hmm. and reverence his, his order. And because, and when you think about it, when you reverence and respect the order of someone has set in place for you and you follow through, then you, who wouldn't want to bless somebody that would do that? You know, nobody wants to, uh, you know, the teacher's not going to try to bless some rowdy, out-of-order child in the classroom. <laughs> they don't want to bless the one that is actually following the order. There's an order about things, and it's so interesting. I was just talking with Carmen, and there, here's this word again, order. We're talking about the order of things. Things, mm-hmm. there has to be an order. There has, you know, God can't bless chaos. Like I was telling her about the situation I was having, you know, I've been mentioning about this situation, how I believe God wants to bless me now that some things have been set in order concerning my financial state. But I didn't even know what's mm-hmm. going on in the background. But God saw the chaos. He right. saw the stuff that was going on. I didn't know anything about it. And it's like I felt as if God had an appointed time to put this thing in order. Who knows? It might have had something to do with the fact that I was doing some other stuff out of order. So I had to get that stuff right before God could even deal with this thing and then let me know I'm getting ready to set the whole thing in order. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Tell me God won't speak to me. Don't tell me my father doesn't hear me. Don't tell me he's not a center to me and to what goes on with us. He knows us. Mm, he's amen. Amen. Why wouldn't he want to listen to what his children are saying and what they're feeling and what they're going through? He's a good father. He's not like a natural man. And even a good natural father knows to do that. But this father that we have is far greater than even that which is of the natural Yeah. 
I know it's not by accident. This is no accident here tonight. This is no accident that, you know, what God has started in my life with this getting things in order at the beginning of God's calendar, New Year. Mm. Glory be to God. Because why? Like Carmen was talking about earlier, there's some good stuff up the road. There's some good stuff in store. And he wants his children to benefit and receive all that he has for us. But some stuff's got to get in order first before he can even do what he wants to do and needs to do in our life. He wants the blessing. He wants the goodness to chase us down. He wants it to come after us. My God, he's not that kind of God that wouldn't want his children to be able to accept the benefits of being his. That's like an ugly daddy that would say, those are my kids, but I don't want them to have nothing that belongs to me. My God's not like that. Jesus. Amen. He sure is it. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, all right, I'm starting to get a little hot here. Jesus, thank you. That was good stuff. Wow. So exciting. Anything you want to share or new plan particular for Andrew? Well, I knew I were talking about AI. Um, I went to Hardy's the other day. Um, mm. And outside on the sign ahead, AI will be taking your order. But if you don't, you're not satisfied, you can ask for a real human. And so he starts talking. <laughs> he starts talking. So I wanted a Frisco burger, a breakfast burger. And so it was like, a, I guess, 11, maybe close to 11 o'clock, I guess. So I'm talking to this machine, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I want a Frisco burger. I say, but I want the breakfast burger, not the burger you all serving now. And she says, no, you want the Frisco burger? I said, no, no, no. I want the Frisco <laughs> breakfast burger. I said, I want a human being. Can you give me a human being, please? <laughs> so what is this? What, I mean, so we only have a hearty here. They shut it down years ago. So what? what is, um, okay, so how do you get AI? What, what does that come upon you? A phone? Or what, what do you mean? No, I drove it to the, where you place your order, like you go to Wendy's or Burger King, whatever, you, you drive it to the, to the place to place your order where the, the person normally would come on the intercom and say, hey, may I take your order? Well, this is a machine that's coming on. I like to hit a button. And so I asked for the, you know, a human because I'd rather, you know, talk to them and explain what, kind of, what I wanted. Oh, my well, I don't gosh. Know. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's the first one wow. I've seen in Augusta. I'm in Augusta, so um, that's the first time I've talked to an AI machine. That's the first time I've done it, you know, the other day, but, you know, that's the first place I know of that has the AI answering your, taking your order. And so the human came. Wow. And, um, yeah, like she had attitude also. <laughs> like, well, maybe I should say with the machine. Okay. But, you know. Hey, hey, yeah, Angela, so. if she had an attitude, maybe that's why they had been trying to use AI. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, maybe I should be stuck with AI. Talking to her because she's like, like she didn't want to be bothered. So I said, yeah, I'm just trying to get a Right. She's like, well, breakfast is over with. I said, oh, y'all don't do all day breakfast. She's like, no. 
So, yeah, but that's my first time. You know, yeah, that's wow. my first time I talked to that um and I just I don't know if you saw the football game a couple weeks ago no. where they had the two AI in the in the um stands. And they so had the, the two guy what? was like yeah. Did you see the football game with the I don't know what team it was, but it was two uh-uh. AI people sitting okay, yeah, it was it looked like real people. And the guy was saying really? they are real people. They're clones, but they make them look so real what? like humans. But that was somebody somebody who died. Whose body there? Those machines are in. That's that's what he said. He said there were those two. It was a black ball headed guy, and it was another. I think it was a, a white lady, but they were I'm both. I'm getting a little confused. You're saying they died? Who died? When you ever heard the term clone? You ever heard that term before? Right, right. I knew about the cloning. So there, I mean, somebody actually said these were clones. This is what a guy said on his bark, and he said those are actual real people who died. And what they do, he said, that's why really? they look so, because they really look human. Like, they just had this, these things on the side of their earlobes that look like, you know, you tell they were robots. But the skin, the eyes, the movement, I, I would look that on YouTube. Really? I was like, wow. And he's like, they are people who have died, and they cloned them. They, they, that's what he said. I was like, okay, I've heard of cloning. I've heard about that. But if you see, if you look it up and look at their skin, their eye movement, um, the only thing that gives them away is that, that looks like earmuffs on the back of their head or something, some type of. You know, oh my God. But so who was this guy that was talking about it? Who was he? His name is Newbree. Newbree. He's he's a he's a warrior for God also. But he said they were actual. He said you all know why they look so human. It's because they are human. They were human beings at one point and they cloned them. Now, how the cloning process work? I ain't hundred percent on that, but. It does yeah, yeah, have to I do with how they did it with the animals. Yeah, I mean that's they right. pretty much kind of perfected it with the animals, from what I can understand. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's wow. Football game. They were people were taking pictures and yeah. So Amazing. They, they slowly way, you know, getting people like you see you all were saying earlier, getting people used to it's okay. They're they're just robots. They're just you know. Like so, they're trying to get people, I guess, used to them. Like it's just normal. It's it's okay to have a robot right. sitting around. <laughs> I guess I'm looking at you. Well, I mean, it's but, like yeah. anything. You know, we're brought into that. Like we're, like what I was talking to Carmen about earlier about, and you know, we're talking about how we're comfortable with certain things being in our environment anymore. You know, where we wouldn't we wouldn't do that way before, but we are comfortable with certain things being in our environment now, like cameras. Um, you know, monitoring things. I mean, I know there are things in my house that I try to remember to disconnect that monitor me. And I believe that it's all being used to understand how to develop something that will be more human-like that will fit right into, you know, the social setting without anybody raising an eyebrow about it. Right. It's just amazing. Oh, my gosh. Well... I, I like I, I don't know if you heard my conversation about me with my supervisor at work, and you know I work yeah, from home. Right, Did you hear right. that? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. I thought, and I mean she was in total agreement. Yeah, yeah, she was in total agreement that all they were looking at, as far as quality in that conversation, was for me to say a word, but not demonstrate the real feeling of empathy 
And she could not, you know, uh, deny that great empathy and information was given to this person. Uh, and I went above and beyond what was expected with my demonstration. It was just a word that wasn't said. Right. Yeah, I, I, I've so, done I mean, the same thing. Uh-huh. I, I know exactly But you see what you all now, what you're saying, they're trying to make you, they're they wanting to substitute robots for the human beings when they take the calls. That's what you're saying you think they're trying to do? Yes. They want the robots. Right, because, because they're more concerned. I mean, you know, of course, they're developing, you know, technology to the point to try to copy the rhetoric or the emotions of a human, but that hasn't been mastered as of yet to the perfection that it's needed to. But they're not interested in so much that anymore because they can basically get a robot to get on the phone, answer the call, say the rhetoric that they have written, and then just follow through with the procedure, Just as, and they will be able to say, oh, they spoke empathy because they used the word. I understand. So the words that I did use that they didn't hear in the first few seconds or few minutes of the call was they didn't hear the word, I understand. But I did say it maybe a minute or two later, but I began to, because I was more into demonstrating that I understand the, I understood right. the situation by going ahead and trying to assist the person to get what they need. And then I came back later and said, yes, I do understand. And she heard it because they wrote it out that I didn't say it. But she said, I'll have to check them on this one because I heard you say, I understand. You just didn't say it within right. the first minute or two. You went ahead and began to demonstrate by helping the person. Right. So... Yeah. Basically, what I was yeah. telling her, I said, well, they probably want AI because AI will know because it's going to be developed to say that within the time frame that they want it said. I want them to say, I understand, within the first minute of the conversation. Or to, you know, they don't care about me demonstrating it. This is, the word has to be said. So, you know, they can program AI to say that. Mm-hmm. Within the first minute, they don't care about right. what you know. Of course, in the technicalities of doing, because I work in tech support, uh, of technical, the technical aspect of it will come, and they don't care about any empathy being demonstrated in that. Just go through the format of doing what needs to be done to fix this appliance, fix this electronic, do whatever. But it'll be regimented according to the patterns and the order they have set up, and then. But what happened on the conversation, besides him saying that later about understanding, I was to break lunch to get the person to the place they needed to be in. And she heard it. She's like, well, you just went, oh, you know, like, wow, you know. But they're not interested in that taking place, just the regimented part of what they wanted to be done in the order that they had set up moving to the next All right. Wow. So... Yeah, I remember. That's where, I mean, and so if they want that, they can design a robot to basically do that without really, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's what they want. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so I we're in a interesting place here. Because right. when you think about it, what is our society becoming more like? It's becoming less sympathetic of people's issues not understanding how to walk in other people's shoes, 
They don't really care. That's not the generation that we're in here. We're in a generation that's moving away from that. So that would be absolutely perfect to fall in line with where we're headed as a generation of people. Right. Exactly. That's like the you know? race I saw the other day. Guy racing a, a robot. I mean, he was really fast, but the robot was faster, and they had him racing against the robot. So I said, okay. They, oh yeah, they well they're really... saying tests are given now. What is it? The SAT and the bar exam? That these robot bots that are scoring, I think, higher than human intelligence. Yeah, that's where we are. Yeah. You know, and so why, as we were talking earlier, why pay someone benefit? healthcare, retirement plans, all this other mm-hmm. stuff, when a robot is not going to require any of that. This is what you great. I have to work 12 hours tomorrow. 12 hours, Angela. 12 hours. And oh, they've wow. taken, I usually work 10 hours, and I will take mm-hmm. a three-hour break. In the 10 hours, I'll usually get off at 5, and I won't come back to work, and I work two hours after 8. So, but tomorrow they're taking it because they're saying it's so busy on Monday. So we need you here. Basically, I'll be, you know, 12 hours. And, um, and then even with that, you know, as soon as a call comes to my ear, within a second, there's another one. It, there is no break, except for the allotted break and lunchtime. So while I'm on the phone, you leave my ear within a beat of a second, there's another person in my ear for seven straight hours. And oh, wow. so just think, if you have a robot doing that, because, I mean, I don't have to get up and go to the bathroom or get something to drink, or you better have it right there with you, because if you don't, you're going to dock you if you went and stayed in the bathroom too long, because you're supposed to be on the clock for 10 hours, 12 hours, do you think they would have to be concerned with that with a robot? No. That robot's not going to have to go to the bathroom. It probably right. won't need a water break. And after talking to people, so deep. Right. So, I mean, I'm beeping in, you're beeping out, I'm beeping in. So I'm doing that, so of course I might get fancy. Well, you think a, a robot's going to? No. They're not human. Are they going to be more efficient for the company? They're going to be programmed to believe, oh, yes, it will be. We will get rid of all of that other stuff. We just want the job done. But, you know, I don't know if people would like talking to a robot on the phone like that because I don't even like talking to the well, automated system. they sound more like us, and what would they really know? I didn't hear you. What would you say? <laughs> I was like, when, they, when they're listening and trying us, when they're listening and trying us to make voice inflection uh, more uh, perfected, that's why we have all these things in our home and things monitoring us, do you think we're really going to know? Right. right. That's, that's the whole true. point. Yeah. Just like you were saying with those, that person, with the, those people with the football thing. It's like the only way you could tell you said was, what, something in the back of their head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you're on the phone, you're not going to see anything on the back of their head. Right. <laughs> they don't sound human. <laughs> right. I'm oh, telling God. you. That's like, that's like this AI is where we're going. You didn't sound, she didn't sound human to you. Me. I mean, you knew it was an AI. You knew by the way yeah, she talked, but it, it was that's AI. the whole thing. Yeah, of monitoring mm-hmm. us and have listening devices in our home like Google and Alexa and all those things right. that listen to us. 
so that they can fine tune and make it sound more like human so that you will know. Because I think, I don't know if you were on the phone or I said this to somebody. I don't know if I had said it when you were listening one night that about that woman that was on that plane. And she said that person that was sitting by her was not human. Uh-huh. And they Orlando. had to delay the flight and everything. Uh-huh. I mean, it's right at our door, guys. I mean, when I think about when I was young, <laughs> I was young, and Disney came to Orlando. And I remember working at Disney, and um, I worked at the main gate selling tickets <laughs> in those nice air conditioning booths when I was in 12th grade and during the summer before I went to college. And so um, I remember when tickets, <laughs> you know how expensive it is to Disney, it's like $150 a person or something. But I remember uh-huh. selling those tickets in the main gate when they were like, you had bought ticket books. There's some books. I think the most expensive ticket book was like $16, like $12, and $8. So mm-hmm. the e-tickets were the most, you know, the, the more advanced stuff like uh, Space Mountain and something else. But anyway, um, I just remember there, uh, we'd leave the park, and I have a friend who works in the back, and I used to ride home with him sometimes because he was my neighbor. And I remember that um, they had this exhibit called the Carousel of Progress. And that Carousel of Progress would spin around. It would start with, like, the beginning, and then it would go to, like, how time has progressed and all of these things have happened, the light bulbs, the flying the plane, and this and that. And then they got to, like, the end of the Carousel of Progress back in that um, era, era was no cell phone. So they had this, this kid sitting in front of a, a big screen watching um, his grandparents and talking to them like we do right now. That was back in 1971 when Disney opened. That was back then. What are we doing now? We're doing exactly what we saw in 71. It was on the screen and demonstrated in the Carousel of Progress at Disney World back then. And we're doing it now. The technology was there. It just wasn't affordable for everyone to have. Right. So what does that say about AI? That means that it's so far more advanced than what we can actually see or what's being demonstrated right now. So these are some serious times, guys. This this is this is real. This is real. That's a demonstration of things being far more advanced than what we can see back then. That's exactly what's going on right now. We can't see what what the advancement in technology actually is. We don't even have a we just get a glimmer of it. That means they're far more advanced with information than we're even being told that is available. Right. Even Elon Musk Elon Musk. He's got some mm-hmm. He's going to be coming out with. If you think Alexa's and Google and these other stuff we have is um, watching you, this stuff he's coming out with, television, phones, but um, he really wants to monitor people. I don't, and I don't know if he's going to be aware of the product he's going to be trying to sell him, but some of the, some product he's working on, it probably already has it, you know, but um, he's going to sell it to the to the consumers and. and it's to monitor, like you're saying, to monitor you everything, whether it's, it's the monitor. TV you buy, 
you know, it could be some kind of yeah. or something. Yeah, he's real big on trying to spout everyone in the world. Actually, he was quoted as saying he didn't think people need to procreate unless they're very intelligent. That's what Elon Musk said. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's well, I don't know if you've seen it around on social media where this guy, I mean, he basically has all this information that says that they can, quote, I mean, we know that they can take an egg, sir, and put it together, in a, you know, and, and plant it in somebody. Well, he's saying it, 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 that's already done, all right? But he says what they have created now is an artificial womb. Where that yes. very thing, instead of being placed inside of a human, will be placed inside of this incubator that will grow that yes. baby and that you will be able to pick out eye color, this and that and whatever. We know the technology is there. They do that all the time by putting it inside of a person, of a woman. But now they're mm-hmm. saying it, 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 it's far more advanced than that. They'll take that very thing and they will put it in a simulated environment that replicates the womb and will grow forth life. Do you know, I believe Jesus is about the Yes. Yes, I saw that um, couple, about a week ago. They they were talking about they yes. can grow a, a baby without a woman, without a man. All they need is a, yes. a sperm and the egg and grow it in the laboratory. Yes. Uh, they, I'm sure they've already done it. They're just telling us this now, but they probably, are, like I said, already done this, and we're just yep. hearing about it now, you know. There you go. Oh, but yeah, they, because like I said, that was 1971, and I saw people, just like what we're doing, sit in front of like FaceTime. That's what was demonstrated at the Carousel of Progress at Walt Disney World in the, what do you call it, um, the land of uh, something, the future, something, one part of the park. That's what was demonstrated back in 71. That's what we're wow. to say. It was already there. The technology was there. It was a it's a mm-hmm. it was a general electric uh, exhibit. Oh, okay. yeah, wow. the Z Carousel of Progress. I remember it well because we used to go always when I you know go meet my friend or something and wait for some other people to get off from work. We'd go run through some of the uh, things and see them over and over and over again. Carousel of Progress was like huge. I mean, it it was amazing. So yeah, that stuff was developed then. That we're using right now, right? Amazing. Yep. So you're right, Angela. As far as what she's talking about, the technology is already there. They've already, you know, a lot of the stuff we think you know, it just happened. Though they've they've already done it. We just we're just finding out about it. Just letting us hear about it now. But, right, you know. right. And it's not cost efficient. Now it is gotten cost efficient where, you know, people can buy this stuff, where, you know, back then, you know, you couldn't afford, I mean, you know, the technology just wasn't there to make it uh, available across the board, but now it is. You know, the only thing, I never thought I'd be talking on a cell phone, a phone that travels around with you. I mean, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Most people don't even have landline phones anymore. I have mine taken out of my house. I still have Well, I had a regular with AT&T, and then they wanted me to go to AT&T U-verse, and I didn't want to use that. And so I just wanted a regular landline because I was working from home, and that particular company at that time said that was the only way we could do it. They didn't supply us our equipment then, 
we had to have a land, a regular landline phone. Well, they knew, I guess they finally figured it out, that people weren't going to keep as many landline phones anymore. So now everything is voice over IP or whatever, and then they send us all our equipment. But, yeah, um, I never I never even and, – and I grew up in a time when people – and you probably never heard of this. But we didn't have one, but I grew up in a time when some people had, uh, when I was a little, little girl, people had party lines with their phones. You know, it was a certain ring for your house, for your phone, and somebody else had a different ring, and you just kind of pick up and you could hear somebody else's conversation. I turn my location off on my phone a lot of times. I make sure yep. I keep it off a lot. Because it's really needed. You know? Yep. Tracking yeah. and monitoring us. It's all right. to develop. I hate, hate to sound like it's all to develop that more intelligent technology. <laughs> you get a chance to look up look up that football game. Um, it's called AI yeah, football game. What's it called? I mean, what game was it? I, I don't know. I just know it was a football game. I know they were they were wearing blue. Uh, I probably can do it. I mean, they just really said that it was AI at the football game. Mm-hmm. You put an AI at the football game, it'll it'll come right up. Okay. It's in very. Well, man, look at our world. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, I'm so glad I know you. You mentioned the little that are coming up in the evening. I said we kind of, kind of got both worlds. We knew the world before this, and we we're in it now. But yeah. the little babies who've been yeah. just coming right in. They know nothing else. Like my little grandbaby, you know, my youngest one is three years old. I mean, the little guy, can, man, he knows to go get his tablet and where to go, and I'm like, man, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was down there doing blocks, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that wasn't on a tablet. Wow, I'm blown away with what you said about that plastic thing. 
That's amazing. God is woo, God is somebody. <laughs> I tell you guys, he is somebody. All right, well, Angela, you be blessed and um we'll do you, you what God does here. Yeah. <laughs> what now? I said, you enjoy your day tomorrow. That's a long day, 12 hours. Oh, no. Keep me in prayer. I'm I'm asking God, what you doing, God? <laughs> I mean, it's like last time I was able to get out of it, not this week or the week before. I, she just said, you know, if you all see your schedule and you can't do it, um, go ahead and email me about it and we'll get it changed. Well, I did it last week. They didn't change it. So, but I will let her know by on the next Monday can just tell me out. I'm not working 12 hours. I, I mean, you can do whatever. And I have like something called no harm, no fault. I have like six days of that. So I just don't, I don't even have to show up and they don't do anything to me. So uh, believe me, next Monday with what I do, I mean, I got to do it. I'm not going to do this 12 hours. Like I said, AI right. would probably sit the bill fine because they don't probably need to go and watch their, um, the, their kids or grandkids play games. Or have an appointment mm-hmm. with the doctor. All right, you too, yeah. Angela. Great talking to you. Okay, you too. All right, good night. Good night. Amen. Wow, guys, this is an interesting conversation tonight. All right, let's go to three two one two three zero. Who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Tom Talese calling from New York. This is who? I'm Talese. And Talese, hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, let's pray for you, Talese, and believe God will say what he needs to say and Help us along the way. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Father, for Antelise tonight from New York. We just thank you, God, mm, that the rumble, there's a rumbling going on in the realm of the spirit, Antelise. Glory be to God. And, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that she will have ears to hear and eyes to see this rumbling is about. Glory be to God. And, Lord, let her be sensitive towards um, understanding what you're speaking to her. I don't know, but all I heard was like a rumbling, a rumbling. And I, I, don't, I can't say whether it's a good rumbling or a bad rumbling, but it's a rumbling that I sense that the Lord wants you to play, pay close attention to. Hallelujah. Because it's going to connect you to the next thing that God is about to do in your life. Hallelujah. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, even as um, we hear rumbling when there's about to be a change in the environment. We hear rumbling when there's about to be a shift in the realm of the spirit. We hear rumbling when you're about to upset some stuff. Hallelujah. Even like with earthquakes and, and, and uh, tornadoes and volcanoes, there's a rumbling. What does those things represent? That means change of the environment, change of the place that you're at, change. 
Hallelujah. That rumbling, Antilles, represents change in your life. So I sense that the Lord tells me to tell you to be sensitive and tune in and make yourself aware of the rumbling that's going on in the spirit. There is a rumbling going on. Be prepared. Be ready. Because change is about to happen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Ooh, Angelise, how are we doing tonight? Um, I'm okay. I, I um I went to sleep early and I woke up and I couldn't sleep, so that's what made me call in. Um mm-hmm. I, I know lately like I feel like um I've been feeling like change is about to happen. I don't know, it's been like kinda uncomfortable. Mm. I couldn't really mm. like pinpoint what it what it's been. Well, I've been trying to be in prayer when I can, asking people for prayer when I can't pray mm-hmm. for myself. So this mm-hmm. is something that you said that because things have just been feeling a little different. Mm. Mm. And I really couldn't say, you know, because like, mm-hmm. you know, say for instance, we have a natural rumbling. Okay, it might be a storm that's coming in. So we hear the rumbling of 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 the way the wind and the things in the environment shifting and moving. So we hear that rumbling. And what do we do? Okay, so we we know that something is happening in the climate. So what do we do? We prepare for it. You know, mm-hmm. here we have thunderstorms that just pop up out of nowhere just like they did in Florida. So I have this huge umbrella outside that covers like half of the dr- part of the driveway. So it's like I love it because it's huge. So when I hear that rumbling, I run outside and I close, the, I, I close it down. And I turn things down and I move things. Why? Because I can sense there's about to be the possibility of a change that's going to come quickly in my life. So I prepare for that because I can sense the rumbling in the atmosphere that's causing things to shift, but I got to be sensitive to hear what's happening so I can go in there and make the adjustment and I can shift to the place that I need to be in to make sure I'm covered during the, during the rumbling and the possibility of stuff coming in that I'm not prepared for. So I prepare for that rumbling, that mm-hmm. it might be a storm. So it's, I guess what God is maybe speaking to you and while you're saying you're kind of feeling, you know, like something, he's just, he's preparing you. So I don't know, whatever God brings to your mind as far as what you need to do to be better situated because, you know, I don't know, maybe he'll begin now that this word has come forth. Maybe he'll begin to speak some specifics to you about what you need to do in preparation. Because, like, with this, you know, in the natural, I know I hear on the news or I turn on the radio or something and it says, you know, hey, county over from you, a tornado touchdown. And I'm seeing, you know, trees moving and stuff swinging outside. Then I know I need to go outside and I don't know, that, that thing might come this way. Or one might touch down over here. So I got to be ready, on alert, and prepared to go out there and make the necessary adjustment so that 
if it does try to come my way, I've done my part. The rest is left up to God. Hallelujah. Because I, you know, what I'm saying, I got to be prepared. I can pray. I can release the word of faith. Mm-hmm. That's my part. That's what I got to do. I can go out there and take care of the natural stuff. I can roll down the umbrella. I can turn the patio chairs up or down or whatever. I can get plants that might fly somewhere, put them in a safe place. I can do my part. I can do it spiritually, and I can do it physically because I already heard the rumbling. I know it's out there somewhere, and it could be heading my way. So what do I do? I prepare spiritually, and I do as much as I can do by being led by the Spirit of God to prepare physically. And that's what I'm sensing to tell you. Ha, Glory be to God. Prepare. For there is a rumbling in the realm of this. Hallelujah. So maybe God will release some more things to you. Now that this has gone forth, to give you some specifics on what you might need to mm-hmm. do. Well, thank you for that. Amen. You're welcome. I'm just amazed at God. He, I am truly, y'all, just amazed at God. He's so awesome. I can't take any credit mm-hmm. for anything. I'm clueless about what God will do. I don't even want to know. I just want to depend on what he has said in his word and the promises that he's made to me, that I know that he's faithful and that I walk in that manner. And, you know, when we walk in that manner, it pleases the Lord. It pleases Mm -hmm. him. So just listen. Even between the rumbles, you listen for the next instruction. And God's going to do it. He's going to give you what you need to know so you can prepare for which way to go. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm glad I was able to just release something. I mean, I guess, you know, this has been an awesome, awesome, awesome night because I was fought so much in getting on here tonight. I tried, I ended up trying three devices before I was actually able to get on to do the show tonight. I text Prophet Randy and I said, the computer that I use every time uh, wouldn't let me go to, I went to Prophetic Grace Network, it would not let me log in. I went on my tablet. I couldn't find the thing on the tablet to let me log in. So then I went to a third computer that I I just didn't use anymore because it had some glitches with it. I had to go to that one, and that's what I logged in on tonight. I have two laptops, a desktop, and a tablet, plus the phones, but, you know, I couldn't get on on any of those devices, you know? And Mm -hmm. so I just kept on, guess what? I just kept on pressing in, and I got in. So that's what we have to do sometimes. They Mm -hmm. just gave me, you know, insight into how we have to diligently (laughs) press in to get what God is taking us, get what he wants us to have. Sometimes we got to press. We got to press real hard. Because that was determined. I was like, no, I've got to get on tonight. You know, and then I got on, and it was like one person on there, two people on there. Then they were going back and forth, and, it was like then nobody was just one person I was talking to, then somebody dropped off, then somebody came back on. 
but it was like, I said, I'm just going to stay on here. I know God's going to send whoever needs to hear what he has to say tonight because I don't have nothing to offer you. All I have is a, a mouth that I want him to use. Other than that, I don't have anything, you know. And so uh, thank God I don't because some of the stuff I might come in my head, y'all don't want to hear it. <laughs> y'all don't want to hear it. I have to, I have to be before, the, before God all day. God, let me hold my mouth, okay? You know, just don't let – I don't even want thoughts coming to my head. Block them, God. You know, I'm like, where'd that come from? Somebody help me. I want to be honest with y'all. My mom was a very interesting person. So that woman would say anything that came to her mouth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was like not a whole lot of bad stuff sometimes, but, I mean, she just said, I live long enough to say whatever I want to say. I don't know if you ever met any old people like that. My mom was old when older when she had me, and she was 45. My dad was 48. And so she said she had lived. So when I was a teenager, you know, they were old people. They were, you know. So she always told me, I've lived long enough to say whatever I want to say. <laughs> I was like, Lord, don't let that come on me. <laughs> Jesus. Please don't let that. I don't want that. The blood of Jesus. Because <laughs> my mom would say some stuff. Anything. I mean, she was like, she would just, you know, hey, she would just call spade a spade. That's what people used to say. Hey, she saw it. I'm I'm going to comment on it. Lord, please. I don't want that. Get that away from me. Well, all things, sometimes things come to my mind. like, Lord, I don't want to think that way. Just move that away from me. That generational stuff, go, go, go. But anyway, I don't know where I got that from, but anyway. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I appreciate you, uh, Antelise, for calling in, and thank you so much. Anything you had uh, in need of prayer, or we already touched on it? Um. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you already touched on it. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. You're welcome. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your, I guess, morning now. But anyway, <laughs> we'll talk to you again soon. All right. God All right. bless you. God bless you. Have a good night. God bless you, too. You too. All right. All right. Bye. Amen. And I thought this thing was kicking us off, but it didn't. Thank goodness. All right. Two, one, four, four, one, five. Angela Joy here. Who am I speaking with? Good morning. Good morning. It is Barbara from Texas. Good morning. Good morning, Barbara. How are you? Great. Awesome. Wet, but I'm great. Amen. Man, you have Amen. never heard the conversation storm. we've had tonight. A little bit, yes, because I got wet, had to grab my plants and and do what I had to do because of the hell storm. It stopped and it started back and then it started again. So it's pretty bad. It was it was uh, the storm was pretty bad, just passing through. And I said, Lord, Michael, Gabriel, y'all protect the windows. (laughs) Amen. So amen. Amen. So the Lord did that. Amen. Amen. Well, we've been all over the board tonight. We started with um, talking about how the blessings chase you down, and we were talking about mm-hmm. the goodness of the Lord, and then we went on to AI, and I tell you, we've been all over the place. Well, hallelujah. Let's pray for you, and then we'll let you, we'll let you, we'll let you say your part. So praise God. Thank you, Lord, for Barbara tonight. We thank you, Lord. 
over there in Texas. Hallelujah. I just sense to tell you, I don't know because I don't know what's going on, but I tell you, I just sense the Lord has put something down on the inside of you that he has given you the authority to prophesy to the winds, Barbara. Prophesy, daughter, to the winds. Prophesy those things that have been in you that I placed from the beginning of time. Prophesy to the wind. And know that God is giving you everything you need, the authority in you to rise up and prophesy those things that be not as though they were. Because God is in the midst and he's changing. And I sense that to tell you that the spirit of the Lord will ride on your words. Will ride on your words. The words of faith, the words of deliverance, the words of peace, the words that will go forth to accomplish that with the enemy that could not be, shall be in Jesus' mighty name. We give you glory, God, and we thank you that you've given your daughter the ability and the authority to prophesy to the wind in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Lord, Jesus. <laughs> that was really kind of out there. Jesus, glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Woo. So we have had quite an uh, <laughs> we've had quite a night, Barbara. My God, what do you got to share with us? Well, I have been prophesying to the wind and the sun and the clouds and the, <laughs> and to people Don't that um, check up on me. And then some of them have rubbish just talking and rumbling, you know, like um, how some people, they're, they're, they just want to empty garbage and trash to you. I have to prophesy mm-hmm. and tell the Lord, uh, let the phone ring so I can get off. I don't want to hear it. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm in traffic, and I just tell the Lord, prophesy to the traffic to give me favor and move everybody out of the way in the fast lane that shouldn't be uh, driving two miles and five miles. <laughs> You're not, and jump hey, Barbara, and pull you're out not one of those you. kind of drivers, are you? You're not, Barbara, you're not one of those kind of drivers, are you? <laughs> Well, I do have to ask for favor because I live so far away. You know, I live like an hour and a half to get somewhere. And I have to pray and, and, and talk to the Lord all the way. You know, we talk all night and we we are praying and, and asking the Lord. And a lot of times, you know, I don't always say anything to the Lord. He said, you don't ask me for enough. And I only ask for something because I don't have anything to ask for until I get on the show. So I asked the Lord for help and healing and deliverance from Satan and his demonic forces and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and praying for Nothing people, wrong with you know, that. that people like that need uh, some areas stirred up in their lives. Um, you know, uh, we pray for 
you know, prosperity for some. We pray for uh, ministers. We pray for leaders. Pray for a lot of people that atheists. I pray for a lot mm-hmm. of people daily, and just everything. And some of them don't even talk, but they'll email me and ask me to pray for something for the country, something for and something for this and that and the other, you know. And I'm like, well, um, yes, ma'am, go ahead. No, no, I said right. It's yeah, just, go ahead. It's just different things, you know. Some may want a bill. Some need a car. Some need a home. Some is homeless and uh, say they don't have anywhere to live. Or would you just pray for the food? Would you pray for me to get a job? They get the yeah. job and they don't say I got the job. So I have to ask the Holy Ghost to manifest and let me know or see that they got the job. Some will just make up things, and I'd be like, huh, what? (laughs) And I'm like, Lord, end this conversation because it's going to the left, and I don't want to hear it. I just, You know, you want your spirit man to stay clean. Amen. It's just a little bit of everything, and I I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I I love to pray, and uh, sometimes he'll say, just cut the prayer off. Don't pray. Oh, just just speak two or Amen. three words, and that's it. Sounds like, like God okay. to me. <laughs> uh-huh. Sounds like I God to me. I just want to go into the long prayer. He'll say, no, uh-uh, not tonight. Cut it off. And he knows I don't he ask did. why. He just say, cut it off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. There's obedience. Uh, there's obedience in following. I mean, reason. there's blessings in obedience. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yep. yep. So praise God. So you keep on prophesying, my sister. Prophesy and be led mm-hmm. by the Lord. And, um, you know, because your blessing is tied up in that, too. Hallelujah. Yes, ma'am. Thank your you. Your blessings are tied up in that. So praise God. Well, this has been an it's just been awesome tonight. I mean, we've been talking about AI. <laughs> Oh, my okay. God. Y'all been talking about yeah, phones? Yeah, interesting. Well, like I said, um, you know, I this just really came up, and it was like when Angela shared what had happened the other night, uh, you know, in the game, I was like, man, so I was, I don't know, maybe I was speaking some stuff, you know, that she kind of, I think my, the team leader, she kind of thought I was kind of like out there when I said, it just probably want AI. She was like, huh? Yeah, AI. You know, this is far more advanced than what you probably understand, but, you know, if they want people to just basically follow a script of a word that has to be said to get this, you know, to get the job done, and they don't want the demonstration of the word, they just want the word recited, then actually all they need is AI because, you know, uh, a human will demonstrate it, in a way that a robot can't, but obviously mm-hmm. they're not probably interested in that. They don't want the demonstration. They just want the statement, you know. So we're mm-hmm. living in some very interesting times, I must say. Yeah. Interesting I heard times. it. Yeah. I was learning from you guys. I'm, I was like, ooh, oh, my. I, I, you know, and yeah, I noticed hard, that the yeah. military, mm-hmm. they get everything mm-hmm. first. Before they give it right. to the people out here, you know, in the in the right. in the world, right? And they right. always setting up and building and and 
oh Jesus, and doing things, experimenting. But and did you hear about yeah. how they also can? I was listening to a conversation, but I came in on the tail end of it. How they can just barely bump you and pick up everything on you with these things inside I of your skin. That. I don't really know what that is about. I don't. I don't know about. I saw something on that, but I didn't understand what this is about. I mean, I don't understand what this is. You know, as far as they were saying, bump up to you, and they got something on that can scan something. Is that what you're saying? Pick up everything, all your personal business, your bank, your everything. Yeah, I heard that. bumping and touching you accidentally. They do it on purpose. Wow. So we gotta, we have to even be careful and just touching. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I was trying to turn, and I bumped you. I'm so, they picked it up instantly. I was like, what? I need to go back, but I didn't have time because of, you know, being yeah. busy, having to do some things here lately. And I was like, yeah, oh, my God, I've heard it all when you were talking. Yeah, there's there's some stuff going on out there. I mean, recently, I think it was last week, um, I heard this woman talking about how there's this new scam out that they're able to, like, you know, get all your information, credit, financial information, by simply something about a code. Well, I know for a fact that, you know, technology is, is amazing and people have taken it and they're using it for the for detriment because for I've had it happen with AT&T and I've had it happen with Georgia Power, whereas I will get a phone call and uh, or a text message and I've had a phone call from those, those are large companies. I mean, Georgia Power, all right, you know, and then you've got AT&T. I have gotten a call, this was about three years ago, a call that came through on my phone that said AT&T, and mm-hmm. it was coming from my phone number that I was on. So AT&T was calling, but it wasn't AT&T. So I didn't know that. I answered the phone. And they said, this is AT&T calling. And I don't know if it was AI or if it was a real human. I don't know. I can't, couldn't really tell. Something about your phone, this and that, this account is such and such and such. So I went and I looked at my aunt. There's nothing going on with this account. You need to call us immediately to da-da-da-da-da. It was, call, it was a actual AT&T phone number. It was, and it came up mm. on my phone, a T-N-T. And it, it, it somehow, it was, it was you know, somehow connected to my phone. And I was like, what is this? So then later on, maybe last year, I got a call from Georgia Power. Georgia mm. Power, it's Georgia Power's number. It dialed me. I picked up. It was AI. You could tell. And it says, you need to contact us. And within 24 hours concerning your payment or a payment on this account or electricity will be turned off. Now, I know my bill was paid. So I called mm-hmm. Georgia Power. She says, we didn't call you. She said, they spooked our number. What they're trying to do is get you to give your credit card information because it comes up as Georgia Power. 
They have your account. How they got the number, I don't know. But she said, no, we didn't call you. She said, it's a spoof. So, I mean, this technology is really gone to a whole nother level. You know, and, oh, of course, yeah, they, now they have a disclaimer. On. Yeah, now they have a disclaimer when you call them that says, we will never call you about, you know, disconnect or anything. We don't, you know, that's not going to be us. But, yeah, I mean, it was actually a Georgia Power phone number. Yep. And so you're going to pick up. It's like, and then you're going to be like, what? You know, you didn't get my payment? Oh, here's my credit card? You know, it's amazing. And it was an AI on there. So this AI stuff, <laughs> they got, hey, guess what? Oh. Hey, Barbara, Barbara, they got some mm. criminal mm-hmm. AI. <laughs> it's okay. They've got the criminal AI. Oh, my God. That is like, hey, guess what? You can't send AI to prison. You can't send AI to prison. So, you know, we'll use the AI to do the criminal work. You know, because it wasn't a person. It was an AI on there talking about disconnecting your service because your payment had not been made or received. So I guess they would think people just automatically just go ahead and and give over the credit card information and um, mm-hmm. avoid. But I, I just paid mine. And she was like, no, ma'am. There's nothing wrong with your account. You know, you're fine. You know, that they spooked mm-hmm. our number. But y'all be aware of that because, I mean, it's, and they get older people that don't really have a whole lot of insight and wisdom about technology. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they, they, they get them. I mean, they, they get them. Yeah, they so. used to do my father that way. And I would yep. just walk in there and hang up the phone and, and take it. He he didn't like it, but I said, Dad, that's a scammer. Uh, and they yep. kept threatening him that they were going to kill him and do stuff and, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? And I said, Dad, stop talking to these people. Oh and so God. I had to, like, block certain numbers. Yes. We got criminal AIs so, out there, y'all. <laughs> yes, they do. And I remember my father uh, telling me that if he didn't pay a certain amount, what they were going to do to him. And I said, Dad, that is hacking your phone. And so I just wow. went and got him another name, another phone. Wow. So I stuck with wow. his phone even wow. after he passed away. I turned in one of them, but I still have the other one. Apple phone right. or something, and I don't use Apple. I had a thing. If I get a number. I have a friend who actually, she lives in Atlanta area. I have a friend, now this was maybe about six years ago maybe or more. I had a friend who told mm-hmm. me that where she worked, she said they had somehow done something where they are able to tap into every phone that she gets. I was like, what are you saying? And I thought she was like, I mean, she's not a person who would make irrational statements. I mean, she's always, Mm -hmm. I've known, to be very level-headed. But what she was saying was like really far out there. Had she not been the type of person that I knew that she was, I would have probably thought this woman is crazy. But she Mm -hmm. said, I have gone and I purchased a new, got a new phone, and a new number, and they still, it's something to do with her job where she was working. I don't remember exactly 
I knew she worked for a university in uh, at the medical university in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I knew that she told me that somehow they were able to hack into whatever device she would own. I think it finally mm-hmm. stopped. And I was like, how did they do that? She says, I don't know that they're doing it. She says, they're listening to my conversations. And it doesn't matter. I've gotten two new phones, and certain things were happening. So she could tell that people were actually getting her information and listening. And I was like, how did they do that? Because at one time she had, I think, the, uh, the, the university's phone, you know, as one of her phones, right? And then she mm-hmm. she got rid of it, and she got her own, but she says she knows they were still monitoring her and listening in on her conversations. And, and that could pretty well be yeah. true because I, I witnessed uh, some things, and um, there was a neighbor across the street from one of my daughters, and I kept hearing this click going in and out, in and out. Mm-hmm. And I told my daughter, I said, the whole girl said your phone is tapped. And um, yeah. next thing I know, they sent the drone through, looking through their house and their windows. Because, you what? know, the windows are up high, and when you stay in the two-star, well, they were sending the drone, taking pictures and, and trying to look in all the windows. You're because kidding. the way the house made, there was no blinds. Oh, and I tell you crazy. that when the Holy Ghost exposed them, the Lord had me to prophesy me and two others. We prophesied and told them all everything that they went through, what they were doing, what their purpose were. And do you know that neighbor? And I told my daughter, I said, you don't have to move. I said, let the Holy Ghost get in. And when this happened, they're going to move. And when I we got through ministering and prophesying with, with like four of us on the phone, we got through. That neighbor moved the next day. <laughs> they got a you <laughs> Because Praise the Lord God. God got all up in their business. They moved away, and I guess they were embarrassed. Had the house washed, the phone tapped, and came. And I'm like, "What is your purpose? What What are you doing?" And I and I even caught your wife coming to the front door, looking through the window. And I tell you, when the Holy Ghost got through with them, they they moved immediately. Never saw them no more. <laughs> embarrassed them. Wow, told them, y'all um, I told but Barbara, you lay out a prayer for me because I this this twelve hour thing is just mm, it's gonna be rough tomorrow. <laughs> but God, He's got me. Really? I know He's got me. I, I got twelve hours tomorrow. Oh my goodness! Strengthen yeah, the Lord. So, I sure will. I'm gonna hold you up in prayer. Yeah, yes, please ma'am. do because I and I gotta it, I've gotta run out and try to because I start work at ten a.m. So what they were doing, I had told her. I said, well, I do ministry on Sunday night. So I usually don't get off the phone until like 2 a.m. Um, mm-hmm. Eastern time. So I said, these folks are scheduling me to start work at 8 a.m. on Monday. I said, mm-hmm. and I start normally at 2, at 10 a.m. And it's just a struggle to get up and get going at 10 a.m. So then I guess they yes, figured they were going to be ugly. So what they were going to do, they I have a three-hour break between, I normally do 10 hours. So they've added two more hours on. And so I usually have, mm-hmm. I get off, I work from 10 to 5, and then I'm off for three hours, and I come back and work three more hours at 8 o'clock. 
And so mm-hmm. I guess they said, well, we'll just take the three hours. So that's what they do, are doing tomorrow and they did last week. They are taking two of my three hours that I'm off. So I really don't get much of a break in the 12 hours. And I only do it that way, the break, because I can't sit for 10 hours straight. You know, I mean, you get a 30-minute break and, you know, lunch and stuff like that. But 10 hours is a long time to sit. So I say, I just need Mm -hmm. to break up. I want to do 10 hours so that I can have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday free, you know. But, um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I make sure I break it up. I don't don't do – light just came on. I don't do 10 hours, um, you know, straight. I split and take a three-hour break. Well, they've taken that pretty much away from me tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So anyway, yeah, I'm leaving for a deliverer to come, my deliverer, to come and rescue me. (laughs) Glory be to God. Okay. And I will most definitely be keeping that up all day. Covering you for uh, your your request. Yes, praise God. Well, thank you. Because, because uh, that's, it's necessary uh, for your rest. But oh, I know you need it. You know, you need it. Yeah, um, I need to work, but I believe God's gonna God getting ready to do something. I believe all this stuff about what I'm going through right now is basically God shifting some things and changing my climate. No, spiritually and every other way. Deleting the clutter, restructuring, and putting some things in order. So praise God. I just got to get through it, Barbara. You know, it's just like some things you just got to get through to get to the other side. So that's what I feel like is going on with me. Father Randy told the work work smarter, not harder. That's it. And I'm just going to ask the Lord to increase your pay and everything and shorten the hours. Yeah. So you can yes. tell us what you will, and and he honors that. So that yes. that's what I will be praying. Well, I will thank the you Lord and thank you in your pain and not work those long hours to get what you want. Amen. Because I not believe what you that need, but you what know, you want. I know it's going to happen. Yeah, it's got to yes, happen. Yes, ma'am. It's got to happen. Oh yes, yes. it's got to. Because I got things it's I got to do for the kingdom, and um. That's right. There are things I am involved with that right now I have had to put on the back burner because I'm involved with this nonprofit that I'm on the board for, and I needed to get more mm-hmm. involved with the food bank and, um, you know, take care of some things. But because of, you know, these hours, it's been interfering with me following through on that assignment. And I know that it was an assignment. I know it's an assignment from the Lord. So, um, yeah, this, some of this stuff has got to go. It's not about me just wanting to do yeah, what I need to do. It's distraction. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I'm it, to be yeah it's not you. so much about me as it is about what I need to do for him, you know. It's about him. Right. So I'm tired of things trying mm-hmm. to in- interfere with what I'm trying to do for the Lord. So, yeah, and I know God's all up into that. I know he don't have a problem uh, making sure that his will comes to pass. You know? Be done. So that's the, I want the Lord to give you the favor. Uh, that's that favor. Amen. To Amen. overcome. Amen. And, uh, yeah, because you deserve it. Amen. You deserve the blessings of the Lord. 
Amen. You do what you appreciate what that. He, you've asked him. Now I'm gonna I'm walking the word deeply, so I'm gonna be asking him for all of that. Amen. Well, I receive that. I appreciate that. Amen. I don't say much about it. You know, you do what you got to do. But I know now I'm coming to a place where there's a shift that's going to take place. Mm-hmm. And um, we're working in a, we're in a time and living in a time where you know God is going to position us because there are things that are coming on the horizon. <laughs> Excuse me, like we were talking about tonight. There are things that are coming on the horizon. That mm-hmm. God's people will have to be in place to maneuver through this, so that the things that God wants to come to pass will be will come to pass. Because we have to be positioned. You know, it's hard for me to be in mm-hmm. position when I'm working twelve hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I mean, and yes, and I'm telling you, it's nonstop. When uh, one person beats that's in, the other one beats mm-hmm. out. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's that time that you pick your wife or place. That's right. It's yeah, time. it's time. And so I covet your prayers, my dear sister, and I believe that God is going to move on my behalf. And I just, you know, yeah. I don't want to be stopped on how he moves. So I just got to be prepared like we're callers before. You got to be ready for God to just prepare for God to do something. Mm-hmm. Be in preparation, you know. Mm-hmm. So praise God. Okay. Amen. 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 Oh, I'm excited because I want to hear your testimony next Sunday. I want I want God to give us uh, give you the instruction in the way that you're going to be going because you got you got your plan, you got your vision, you got everything in order. Now you need the approval that the Father will move the distraction and yeah. um, to work smarter, not harder, and give you more paid. Less hours, and he's going to give you, because you were creative anyway. You are created in the Lord. So I want to see that faith, that shell of faith that you have moving and working Amen. for you. Amen. Well, I and tell so you. you got us to hey, agree hey, with you. So. You got yes, your assignment. Me? You got your assignment tonight. Hey, <laughs> go ahead and prophesy to the wind. Prophesy, that's right. And that's, that's what's got to happen. That's yeah, my job. That's right. I got work to do. That's your job. You got to <laughs> prophesy to the yes. wind, so we go right ahead. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So Amen. we just spoke hey, in existence. I guess what? I said, you know, I will be the fir- one of the first partakers of the word that was given. Yes, ma'am. And, and I receive it. I receive it for you. Amen. I'm gonna cause see this. This is my job. This is what I do. Full time ministry. And some people Amen. think that because we don't always give them a word immediately, or we don't say what they want us to say. That's because we go before God and we pray certain things. It, it's like um, how you improve your communication to God. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do with yeah. prayer. I put the word on it. And I speak when God tells me to speak, and when he say, don't say anything, I don't say it. I wait on the Father. Amen. Amen. It's a timing. It's an appointment. He he tells me all the time, he said, Barbara, when they say, do this and go here and go there, he said, but what did I say? Tell you to do. Mm, that's good. I've had that Who experience this week. Believe? Yeah. I'm like, okay. I understand. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, I'll be looking. Hey, 
Barbara, I'll be looking for the manifestation of the prophesying and the prophesying to the wind. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Amen. I receive that in Jesus' mighty name. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Well, you be blessed. And uh, we will believe the report of the Lord. And we're going to go on that. And uh, you enjoy the rest of your morning. And uh, yeah. I'm ready to shut down anyway now because it's almost 2 a.m. So, Barbara, okay. why don't you just pray and release a word into the atmosphere as you go off tonight, as we, as we go off tonight. Prophesy yes, to ma'am, the wind. I, I prophesy to the wind, and I'm just asking the Lord to, to bless each and every one on PGN and that anyone, anything before God, I want God to bless them with their court cases and win, um, to walk in the word and to um, send that word forth, meditate on it day and night, because God's word mm-hmm. is our path. It is the way it guides, mm-hmm. it leads us into all truth, it gives us understanding, discernment, and to mm-hmm. help us, you know, to with our comprehension, to preserve the you know, to help us and to know, and we all know the word. We all know to walk in love. We all know. So, Father, we just ask, God, that you bless each and every one. Bless their business. Bless their their faith. Strengthen it, God. Uh, Their input, whatever desire, their heart desire. You say you will not keep anything from us. And so, God, I even ask that you bless them in healing, uh, sharpen them, give them that rest, that refreshment. If we need forgiveness, God, give them that. Give them directions. Uh, Those that need companionship, God, bless them. And, and Father, also give them the success, give them that power, give them that authority, the prosperity. And, God, make them whole, wholeness in their peace, wholeness in everything, God, that's for you, the, the way, the word. The rod, the staff that you've given them, the intelligence, the eyesight to hear, to see, to know, and the knowing that just depending on your word, order their steps in the word, Father. Order them as we glorify you. We will not shriek in fear, but we will have that holy boldness to go forth, even in the day of trouble, even in the plague. God, no one will come near us, deny us, energizing us. Give them that creative. Uh, power and faith as a little heart desire to work for you, Jesus. God, to do what you call them to do. Yes. And everything else will be lined it up. Given that God inside Jesus. his mind, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus. let them walk in Jesus. your way and, and yes. Yahweh. Let them do what you call yes. them to do. In the mighty name yes. of Jesus, put an armor protection around the children, even in school. The sickness that play, yes. we bind it up right now in the mighty name of yes. Jesus. And God, yes. put that hedge of protection around them, around your people, yes. God, as we go in and out, God, and give yes. us uh, so that we can walk in that forgiveness. Forgive us, Father, yes. as we forgive others that do things deliberately, Father. Mm. I ask that you forgive them. Even though they may not yes. be aware, but forgive them, forgive us, so that we can continue yes. to walk in it and live in it. Yes. That is our purpose, to walk in the love, to seek peace, to live in that agreement, and to conduct ourselves yes. toward, you know, others in a rightfully manner, God, pleasing to you. And so, Father, I thank you for Angel Joy. Give her that, that uh, word, that, that word, that direction to work smarter, not harder, and that goes for all of us. 
in, in the mighty name of Jesus. And also increase the pay, God. Increase, God. Bless your people, God. Bless your children. We are heirs of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just decree, declare that it's already done. And that, God, that you will show us in the fruit of righteousness. In the mighty yes. name of Jesus. So, God, we just receive you. We receive your word. We receive the blessings of God. Let our mouth, yes. the meditation of our heart be acceptable in our sight. Oh, God, you are our strength and our redeemer. And, God, we thank yes. you. We thank you for the radio. Bless Prophet Randy. Bless yes. everyone, the host of the show, yes. all the hosts in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. All right. Thank, thank you, you for that. Sister, we prophesy to the wind and we expect things to we change. Prophesy. Yes, we expect Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, yeah. well, we're going to say good night to everyone. Thank you so much, Barbara. So thank everyone who joined in. Thank everyone who's listening. Let God arise and our enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you tonight for what you've done here on PGN and we look forward to what's going to happen this week with Prophet Randy and the other uh, hosts that come on. So good night. Good night, Barbara. Good night, everybody. Be blessed. Love y'all, and enjoy your week in Jesus. Hallelujah. Talk to you all later. Bye. Mm -hmm.